At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. And a half hours, eight and a half hours until kickoff. I know, I know you can't wait. I can't wait either. It was sort of weirdly relaxing yesterday and kind of fun watching the action, but there's nothing like having a fix of your birds, and we will get a fix tonight. All right, welcome in everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday, Eagle Monday. We have Derek Dunn, we have Barrett Brooks, I am Rob Ellis. What's up, gentlemen? What up, what up, what, what up, up, what up? I'm noticing, uh, oh, man. what is this, General General D said, if the Eagles win tonight, wants us to sing the Eagles fight song tomorrow. Now, the um, question is, do you know the entire fight song, Mr. Brooks, Mr. Ellis? I absolutely don't. I know Rob does. I absolutely don't. But I'm also going to tell you this. I don't know if you could call it, you know, necessarily singing if I sang it. <laughs> it's a loose interpretation of uh, that that would be that would be the um entertainment value of you attempting to sing it to see uh just how off pitch you would be i'm game i'll do it if the eagles win if the I'll eagles be. do it I'll, I'll do it all right i'll do well, it all right done deal it will well we're gonna have to sing just put it like that we're gonna have to sing if you guys say deal we're gonna have to sing and don't blame us if your computer screens crack or right, your, right. You know, I know I can't, yes. I can't hold a note. I'm a any of your listening devices. Yeah. My well, Mr. Brooks, Mr. Brooks, it would also mean you would have to um, do a little homework tonight so you can learn the lyrics, because we can't have you going. Nah, 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 nah. You got to know the words. There will <laughs> be no be lip syncing. That's the no way it sounds, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Hit them low, hit them high, hit them high, hit them low. Which which one? I, I don't know which way it goes. Hit them low, hit them high. Watch our eagles fly. Yeah, there you go. Hit them low, hit them high. Watch eagles fly. Yeah, 
See, I'm I believe Mr. That. Ellis can sing a little bit. He just doesn't. He hides Bro, it well. I'm saving I it. can't sing. It's only you only get that for a big win, and that that may come tomorrow. Uh, we will get into that for sure. What's up, everybody? <sighs> streaming, everybody listening, everybody hanging with us. We see Tasty Flower, Fitness Rebel, Adam Showtime, T Fortuna, Dylan, David, T Fortuna, our girl Chris, <laughs> Daz. Eagles fan Jeremy, uh, only STE. We see each and every one of you guys, General JD. My pops used to tell me, Roy, you need to stop saying. I said, Pop, what are you talking about? He said, Your singer sounds like a wild boar got his nuts caught in a gate. I said, Pops, I don't sound that bad. That's rough, man. It's not a lot of encouragement for Pops. Not at all. Well, stick to what you do well, and you just let me know when you find that out, okay? I hear you. See, you see what T Fortuna said? You see what T Fortuna told you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know what he said. He I said stick to fishing at. and football. F and F, <laughs> F and F. Yes. Oh my God, that's awesome. Uh, Eagles fan, do I? It looks. I look like I sing Ed Sheeran in the shower. Maybe I might <laughs> sing a little Ed Sheeran. Wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with Ed Sheeran? I love Ed Sheeran's music. I do too. Jamie Foxx tells a great story about Ed Sheeran. So Ed Sheeran's an unknown. Jamie Foxx is famous for his parties in L.A., but he also mm-hmm. will take people in and let them stay at his place for months at a time who are kind of struggling artists, actors, and whatnot. So he saw Ed Sheeran somewhere at some little club before he blew up and was like, this dude is the real deal. You, if you're coming out to L.A. and you're coming to the States, you, you can stay at my place. He stayed at, at – at uh, Jamie Foxx's place, slept on the couch for like three, four months. At, at, at Sheeran, wow. wow! Get out of here! And he would take he would take him to predominantly African American clubs and bring him up on stage, and they were all kind of like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ed Sheeran would go up there and kill it, and, and yeah. the place would blow up, and you know the rest is history. So Jamie Foxx is a guy who helps out a lot of. You know, people who are on the on the on the come a little bit, but not quite there yet. He is. A, see, I need I need help, and I tried to go stay on Gunner's uh, couch, and he wouldn't even let me in the house. Well, see, the thing was, see, you wanted to eat. There's a difference. See, <laughs> yeah, see, there's a difference. Point. I can't feed the, I can't feed the people I got here. No, you want to sleep on my couch and eat, man. That's like feeding two extra people. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> but, but it's funny you should say that, Rob, because uh, Jamie Foxx also tells a story about he was at a party, a celebrity party, and he meets this unknown. He's and one of his friends said, you got to meet this dude. This dude is unbelievable writer. And it was Kanye. And, you know, right. he said, Kanye was a little, say, you ever heard that story, right? No. Okay. And he, he meets this Kanye and Kanye tells him, I have this song that would be perfect for you, Jamie. And Jamie, is, you know, looks at the song and he starts to sing it and sing it. And, and Kanye tells him, no, no, no. I need you to see, sing it like this. And it was a song, you know, she gives me money. Yes. When I'm in need. Yep. And she that song just blew up. Yeah. yeah, wait. Let's well, hear Bear. Come on. Let's see a few bars, Bear. Yes. I can't come, sing that, bro. Come on, Bear. I can't sing, bro. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let, let's let's tackle the uh, <laughs> Eagles fight song first. Then we'll move on to some <laughs> exactly. Some then we'll get into we'll yeah. get into Ray Charles and make, and make sure Xander's recording when Bear sings this fight song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, that will be replayed. I can tell you that. All right. So uh, finally, it's Monday. Uh, you know, Monday night football game with the Eagles. Part of a doubleheader tonight. The early game is the Titans and the Bills. Then, of course, the, the big one for us is the Eagles and the Vikings at the link, 8.30 start. And I, I want to start with this, and, and this goes for everybody in the chat section, everybody listening, everybody streaming, but for, for you two guys as well. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm taking temperatures. I have the thermometer out, okay? I'm, we're we're, we're going to see how you are, all right? 
So I want to start with you, Derek. As we sit here right now, and we're yes. you know, eight plus hours before kickoff. Yes. What is your sense for this game? I don't need you to give me you know X's and O's. I'm just just give me what your gut tells you right now. Based on everything we saw yesterday across the NFL, I don't know what to expect. To be honest with you, I have I'm not nervous. I'm not confident. Um, because what we saw was utter craziness. And this is exactly what the league wanted. Parity across the board, unpredictability. You look at the outcomes of a lot of games yesterday, and you're sitting there going, how much money did the bookies win off these games? Oh, yeah. Or lose. Well, no, no. Like the how, like Caesar Palace came out and said, basically the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Cardinals game just blew up the books in their favor yesterday, mm. the outcomes of those games. So you think about how how much did people lose? I would love to see a figure to show roughly rough estimate how much my people lost on games yesterday. Yeah, I, I would a, agree. From a fan perspective, just watching football, Rob, mm-hmm. it was one of the best Sundays I've seen in a long time. Oh, it was absolutely. crazy entertaining. Absolutely, yes. it never fails. That the the yeah, NFL yeah. never fails to deliver drama. I, I mean, it, it's uh, it's uncanny. I mean, the the comebacks in some of those games and just some of the individual stuff that was was happening in some of those games. Right. You don't get it anywhere else. I'm nope. sorry. No, 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 you don't. And, and that's why I said, when you look at this game tonight, two evenly matched teams, both teams, explosive weapons, both teams of great defensive personnel. You know, I, I see a few people. I'm not worried. You know, I'm, a, I'm my team's going to do that. No, you don't. You, you're hoping your team does it. We don't know for sure. We don't know what's going to happen. We're going to make, we're going to make predictions what we think are going to happen. I will say this though. I'm so glad the Eagles played Detroit the first game and not the second game. Because <laughs> all Detroit needed was to get off some rough edges. The way they took it to Washington, <laughs> I'm Beat so them like happy. they stole something. Yeah. Oh my goodness, a- Aiden Hutchinson's for real. Oh, I'll tell you that he, he could be the next JJ Watt. Oh, yeah, he was a nonstop motor. Yeah, but, but yeah. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm just right now, Rob. I'm like, I'm like numb, you know, because I really don't know what to expect in this game. That's fair. How about you, Bear? I, I'm, I'm. I told you before. I am good with it. I understood what was going to happen. I knew that they're going to go out and and they were going to be a better team than Washington. That's why that was one of my games to pick. I said I wanted to see where the Eagles lied as far as you know, um, were they good enough? Were they bad enough? You know, is it all a facade? And and it kind of reaffirmed what I thought uh, about the Eagles. I think they're a lot better than what they play uh, against Detroit. Number one, because Detroit is a lot better than what people will give them credit for. Right. That's right. not the same right. that's not the same team from last year. That's a totally different team that believes in in that system. They believe in their coaches and they're playing better. They're they're getting talented. That offensive line, I'm telling you that offensive line is good. And I yes. kept trying to preach that and people no nobody wanted to believe me. That and they're not even healthy good. yet, Barrett. They're no, not healthy yet. Yeah. And then the defensive line and the way Aaron Glenn called the defense, how aggressive yes. he was. He, yes. shut, he had he had he had he had Carson so flustered. He didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I knew I knew that this team was better. But also also knew that the Eagles are still trying to mend that defense. They're trying to figure out what that defense is. Right. And the offensive right. line, I'm telling you, Coach Stoutland went off. He got those guys straight. You're going to see a totally different offensive line than what you saw last week. Yeah. Guaranteed. I, I, oh, I, agree. I agree. I think the O-line is going to be fine. They're too good yeah. not to. I, defense, I can't say I go in with confidence. Number one, they're playing a really good, talented offensive team. And number two, I yes. just don't know what they are. Like they, yeah. Defense hasn't been good in a really long time. So I, despite yeah. all the new faces, I don't know what the heck to make of the defense. Right, right, right. right. Barrett, are you I, becoming an Aaron Glenn fan? 
I I I am. The way he I'm moves shocked. those guys around. Yes, I'm shocked you know, because because I, I didn't like you. Aaron Glenn. Same here. I was with you. I didn't like Aaron Glenn at first. What what would would turn the corner for me is how he used Aiden Hutchinson and how he used run blitzes that that you know it put enough pressure with these run blitzes. These weren't passing blitzes. They were right. run blitzes to stop the run. And it really didn't stop the run. We just didn't call enough runs. But he he sent run blitzes to stop the offense because he knew that they, we were going to try to run the ball, which yep. kind of flustered Hurts because it Hurts is like, all right, it seems like people are you know all around me from in the middle. They brought pressure from the middle. And when you bring pressure from the middle, it's hard as a quarterback who who wants to you know get his reads across, who's kind of slower in his reads. It's harder for them to read and react when he's mm. going up against those type of situations. So yep. great game plan that they yes. had against the Eagles. It, it kind of flustered the guys up front also. And then when you when I say you put Aiden Hudson in the inside, he was in the inside, but he was wide, mm-hmm. making the guard move his feet like he was a tackle. Guards aren't used to that. Guards are used to fighting in a phone booth. They're used to, you know, all right, I got a guy that's 300 pounds on me. I got to get on him, stick on him. We got to fight from that point on. What Aiden Hudson said, if, get, if he gets wider, he's got to sit. That offensive guard has a set like a tackle, and that yeah. gives the guy, Aiden Hudson, a two-way go. Plus, he has a little power to him. So it's ingenious how he's using this kid. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, Rob, uh, Steven Jackson wants to know what, what's happening with the GAN wagon as of late. Okay, so the GAN wagon. What happened with the GAN wagon was, uh, I and I just got back uh, from the shop. Okay, so <laughs> we took it in. There were some tune ups that were necessary uh, to get taken care of, and we got it done. So the GAN wagon is up and running. And ready to go. It is. It is. It's going to be rocking and rolling tonight. I'll, 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 I'll get on it. I'll come get on it. All right, Barrett. It's only me and you right now. Nobody right, really right, wants right. any parts of it. Uh, here's don't be looking for us. To, don't be <laughs> looking for us to give you a hand out and you know put you on a Look, train. Right now, I'm hanging wagon. off the bed. You know the the wagon's yeah. rolling. Yeah, Derek's and like, like you know like the like the cartoons where you have the person hanging off the back and the legs are straight out. I'm yet. hanging off the back right now. The yeah. game wagon. I have to yeah. give him more than a one game. You know, sample tonight. Tonight will tell me whether I'm on or off the GAN wagon until further notice. And I think, look, I think it's here. Here's where I'm at. In all seriousness, I really don't know, but I, to, I, I'm glad Barrett made that point. It's one week. It was. Fi- it's basically five new pieces on that side of the ball. Okay. Yep. Look at the way some other teams played in week one and how they've turned it around and gotten their act together in week two. Yep. I, I'm not ready to say all of a sudden. He stinks, and you know it's. A, I'm not doing that. So no, look, no, they get no. tuned. If we're sitting here tomorrow and it was, it's a, they lost 42 to 14. By all means, man, you know, tee off on the Gan wagon and have at it. I, but I think right now it's just a little premature to to be. You know, I, look, I think Gannon has more pressure on than anybody else. Yes, he does. I agree. Does. I agree. Yes, he does. I agree. That's why I said I'm hanging on. I'm just hanging on. The wind's holding me up. I'm hanging on the back. Back rail in the gang wagon. You two are firmly in the seats in the gang wagon. I'm hanging off the back right now until after I see something tonight. Yeah, Barrett and I are sitting up front. It's a nice smooth ride yes. right now. We got yes. we got everything straightened out, and, and you know, and and, and you know, it's, wave at everybody. Like, you know, yeah, hey, everybody. everybody. Well, hog, I'm pulling. Yeah. You know, give me both a of you. Of that. Both of you have been trying to get rid of me forever, but I'm hanging on the back of the rail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So look, where I'm at. All right, I, I, and if I'm being frank, I, I feel like it's a toss up kind of game. I think the Eagles. And it sort of feels to me like a last second field goal uh, that the Eagles win. I feel like it's that kind of game. I think it's super tight. 
I don't think you're going to just completely shut down and nullify this offense of the Vikings. But on the flip side, I think the Eagles are going to run all over Minnesota's defense. Yes. I think they will pound them into submission, which will in turn keep Kirk Cousins and that offense off the field for large chunks of the game. Yep. They better. They better control the clock because you do not want Kirk Cousins and that offense having six or seven series in this game. Yeah. No, agreed. Look, as good as Slay is, as good as Bradbury is, you know, fill in the blank, you're not going to completely shut down Justin Jefferson. No, no. Although, although I will say this, we were raving about Devontae Adams week one uh, with the Raiders, 141 yards worth of receptions. Yesterday, he had 12 yards. Yeah, man. (laughs) He had 12 (laughs) yards receiving, so – you never know. How you just about, never know. How about the, the, the Bengals are 0-2, the Raiders are 0-2, and the Giants are 2-0. That's how goofy this – and we're going to go through every game. We're going we're to go through the whole NFC East uh, in a little bit. Actually, next segment, we are going to have John McMullen join us at 1 o'clock. But we're going to go through the entire – all the crazy games yesterday. I, I, I'll just preview uh, the, the – the, well, whatever. There, there was two games in particular that were just unreal. I mean, the, the Ravens and the, and the Dolphins was unbelievable. And the Cardinals and the Raiders, among you know, a lot of unbelievable games. But that was unreal. What about All the Jets? What about the Jets game? Yeah. That was pretty crazy. You're right. That, that was that, an that unbelievable just, ending. You're right. You're that, right there. That was unbelievable. I mean, Joe Flacco brought that team. Joe Flacco brought them back. Yeah. Put some respect on Joe Flacco now. That's right. <laughs> well, not only he that. Delaware's receipts. finest, baby. Delaware's well, finest. That's and, right. and receipts, are, you know, he got the receipts. He's writing them up. All right. Robert oh, Sala's got Robert all the Sala. receipts. He's got the receipts in his hands. Look, he's put, he's checking yeah. off names. It's only yeah. one week, but. Yep. No, it was. And part of that was what the heck was Cleveland doing uh, to close out the game, uh, you know, for sure. But regardless, they didn't quit. And Garrett Wilson is going to be a problem. He is going to be a problem in that Ooh. league, man. Yep. He is. He. I'm telling you, the Jets had a good draft. You know, we'll, yes, we'll see what – it's all going to come down to when, when he gets back how good Zach Wilson is. But I, they added some really good players this offseason. So, yeah, that you're right, Derek. That was another one. That game was nuts. There, we, it was it's one of those Sundays, man. The whole thing was crazy. It I'm was – from, right. from the jump. I think Barrett texted us at one point, like, man, red zone is just I, off the know, hook. I was, yeah. usually, usually I just focus in on one game. Cause I couldn't go downstairs because everybody took over my uh my man cave, so I couldn't go downstairs in my basement. So I, I had to watch it. Yeah, so I had to watch it, you know, upstairs. And when I was, I was like, man, how can I keep a truck, keep in contact with all these games? And I put it on red zone. I was flipping back forth the red zone. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I can't get off red zone because I started out watching uh, uh Miami. I'm like, I can't flip over. What am I gonna do? That's I right. couldn't leave. That's right. I could not leave. And it just they, things just kept happening. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Because you usually don't get the opportunity to, to look. No, at I don't do that. Only time I get to watch Sundays is, is on the bye week. Right. When we get to the Cowboys game, I have an observation, and I can't wait to hear your opinion on my observation of the okay. Cowboys game. So, all right. Well, well wait me, till we start going through the game. So, let me ask you guys this: um, Sundays without Eagles games, it could either be a bye, it could be they're playing on Thursday, they're playing on Monday. you know Monday like tonight. <clears throat> Wait, and obviously the, the the good part is you don't have to work. I get that, all right? But I'm just saying from a viewer standpoint, like is it in some ways kind of a relief that you're not, you know, white-knuckled and dialed in, or is it – are you jonesing for Eagles? Like it, it, yesterday was unbelievably entertaining. Don't get me wrong. But there was – I was still like, man, I wish there were Eagles <laughs> were playing today. Right, right. <laughs> so um, it, where were you guys on that? It, it's a rare opportunity – 
for us during a football season. Well, for me, let me just speak for me to sit back and watch games and to flip back and forth to watch a couple of games. As much as I hate working Monday night games because we don't get done until 1.32 in the morning. And in my case, I got to drive back two hours from AC. Um, I enjoyed that luxury of being able to watch games as a right. fan, right. you know, we don't get, we don't get that. I don't get that luxury much during the season. So I, I enjoy it from that aspect. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I, I, same here. And I, I had to work later. I was on after the Phillies, but I could, I could, you know, dig in all the early stuff uh, and yeah. whatnot, but yeah. um, it does allow you at least to gain even more insight on the other teams. Absolutely. Like, I, you know right. what I mean? Like I have right. more of an understanding of, you know, what this team's like defensively, how good their offensive yep. line is, as opposed to just sort of the cliff notes version of the way a game went. And, and both the Giants, the Giants and Cowboys were on TV. So it was nice to be able to see Giants and Cowboys. And I tell you what, that Wink Martindale uh, for the Giants defensive coordinator, Woo! he's got them boys balling right now. Yep. Yes, he yep. does. Um, you look at Dallas, you know, we were joking during uh, the training camp about Michael Parsons making a comment that I'm going to get at least 15 sacks. He's got four in two games already. He might get over 20. He's got more through 19 games than anybody ever. It's it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So it was nice to just watch them and to watch, watch Dallas, the way they played the Bengals. So, I mean, I don't want to give too much away. No, no. Yeah. It's it's they couldn't run the ball, but they, they couldn't run the ball to start off. They couldn't run raw. But Cooper Rush is a solid backup. Yeah. He's not, he's like the moment's not not too big. Yeah. Yeah, The moment's not too big. He's, he's, you know, I hate to say it. But yeah, he's he's all right back there. He's, but he's not going to beat us. But he he's a gamer though. He's definitely a gamer. Yeah, like um, they they can survive this. The Cowboys yes. can while yes. Dak's out. You know that that much is clear. And then um, just watching you know and in, in, in watching the Bucks play the Saints. It started out the first half was just like we predicted three three, mm-hmm. just a battle. Okay. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you know right. they start talking trash and. What they were talking trash the whole game, but that changed you, everything, Derek. Or Barrett, that changed in, yeah. everything. It did. Once you went up in, once you went up in, in, in His Majesty's face, oh, all hell broke loose. Then <laughs> you can't talk to him, His Majesty, like that. I tell you what, you Brady, want Mike you, Evans in that foxhole with you. If any, oh, if yes. anything bad's going down, you want Mike Evans right beside oh, you, man. And it's not that he can't afford this fine he's about to get, mm-hmm. but he knows that his quarterback's going to pay the fine for him. He knows yep. Brady's going to pay that fine for him. Yep. Yeah, because he came and, with a vengeance. He came smacking guys. Yeah, and they, there's such a history there with Lattimore and that team and the Bucks yep. in yep. general. Like, yep. Yep. so those guys were just waiting for Lattimore to pull something. Like, yep. it, and then Jameis <laughs> reverted back to bad Jameis oh, in that yeah. game. Yep, yep. You know, he might picks. he might join the thirty thirty club again this year. <laughs> That's why I can't. You know, I was so on the fence with New Orleans because they do have a good defense. They have a lot of talent, but he's. It's it's all about him, man. And I'm not blaming him for yesterday solely. I'm just saying it, it's generally him and the mistakes that he makes or lack thereof. Well, Alvin Kamara not playing was huge, a huge loss for the Saints. Yeah, was. That was yeah, huge was. in terms of how they deploy their weapons and yeah, you know, take some of the heat off their wide receivers. Um that was you know, that game that's a game I wish I could have sat in the stands to watch, especially when the fight erupted out. And the thing I love most about that game is when the announcers went to went to the montage. Of of melees they've had in recent years from 17, 18, They already 20. had it. Look, they already no. had it all set you up. No, they did. Oh, they you were just no, they did. Well, I mean, that is good production work. I mean, yes. you you better be. It's like some people say to me, well, you you guys all know from working in TV. We'll, we'll we'll go behind the curtains a little bit. Like somebody dies, right? And and three minutes later, there's a there's a ten minute 
obituary piece that's already ready to go. <laughs> How did you guys do that so fast? Well, here's a little secret between us. If somebody's older or has had health problems, they already have that put together. And it's it's kind of eerie and creepy when you're doing it when the person's still alive, but that's what happens in, in TV a lot of times. Like we kind of knew yeah. about what was gonna happen over there yeah. in England. We already yeah. knew. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And by the way, has the funeral happened yet? Uh, tomorrow. Uh, wait, tomorrow. You mean, old, we, you, mean you, you mean the old lady that you were yeah, talking? Yeah, we haven't even we haven't even <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the funeral yet. I, I, when did, she died like a month ago, right? right. <laughs> what the heck is going no, on, man, man? It was about a little more than a week ago. Oh my god, oh, it feels man. like a month. I, I mean, Come on, man. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway. Is the funeral? Are you going to watch the funeral, Rob? No, not a no? second. No, I'll be, no? I'll be I'll be inundated with it by. Uh, uh, TV and social media. We know. We know. Okay. Rob, give that lady a respect. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. It's not her fault. But I, I'm done with this. Like, let's move on. Oh, God. All right. So, yeah, I can't believe they haven't had the freaking funeral yet. What, what else do we have to do here? All right. Here we go. <sighs> oh. Right, I'm good. This is what happens when I don't oh, get my Eagles God. fix on a Sunday. Right, right, I'm, right, I'm right. Bear. No, look, look, look. Um, he didn't get his Eagles fix. I know. Um, there were there were no more Cheerios this morning. And his the Phillies got there. swept. The and Phillies the Phillies got, got swept. Sw- yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that's a bad combination. That's not a good combination. <laughs> um, yeah, so we will we'll hit the Phillies later. Like I said, uh, John McMullen's going to join us from Birds 365. He's going to pop on at 1 o'clock. Uh, w- when we come back, we will get in heavy into the NFCs. But I just wanted to kind of get a feel for where people are. I, there's always going to be optimism because of the Eagles. But I think if we're all being honest, this is kind of a game where we all go in sort of saying, eh, I, eh, you know, could kind of go either way here with these two teams. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Barrett's that. more confident. I I'm think. confident um, because I know, I know what they, what they went through. I know for a fact that they're still pissed off about how they played. Yeah. Um, they have a chip on their shoulder. Even though they won, they got a chip on their shoulder. They feel as though they're being disrespected because yep. even though, even in a win, they don't get any respect. And I know for a fact that uh, offensive line coach ripped them a new one. Yeah, ripped them a new one. So they're going to be ready to play. This this offensive line will be ready to go out there, and 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 they they probably fed them gun sauce. I mean, uh, gun uh, hot gun sauce. sauce. Hot, what is it? Was uh, um, uh, hot sauce and gunpowder. Gun ready powder. to rock Oof. and roll. Look, Oof. national TV. They're the second game on the agenda tonight. Um, People have been ripping Gannon all week. He knows it. The defense knows it. There's a lot of pride at stake. I expect a much better game from the defense and the offensive line, as Barrett uh, has alluded to. But I am not about to underestimate the talent on the other side of that field also Hmm. in any way, shape, or form because they're an explosive team. They can be an explosive team also. Yep, with a a whole new mindset with that coach. And they have have as many weapons as the Eagles do on offense. Yep. So, you know, I'm – I'm just saying, I don't I honestly don't know. This is this is this is another game that falls in the category of if I was a betting man, I wouldn't touch. It. I mean, wouldn't Vegas touch. is looking at this like it's a toss up, guys. Yep. The, the yes. point spread's two and a half. What yeah, for, I wouldn't for touch the home, Eagles are minus two and a half. They're the home team. That's essentially like flip a coin territory. That's well, what that's they're a, telling you. Of course, of course. And that's because what you saw what they did against a, a quality Green Bay team that you saw that they're, they're starting to get back into what they yep. what they are, who they are. They caught them on a bad, you know, a mad night. That's all. Mm-hmm. 
that they beat up on a quality Green Bay team. So when you look at it on paper, they have everything that you want. Defense is solid. They just have an okay defense, but their offense can score it on anybody. So that's yep. why they're looking at it like that. Oh, I, shoot. I just think our Uh-oh. defense is good, man. Our defense yeah. is going to be good. I hear that. Uh-oh. What's the matter, Gunner? Uh, Rob has ticked off a fan of the late queen. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Who, who, who did I, who did I Deb, anger? Debbie Rush said, your disrespect of the late queen is disgusting. Oh, no, Debbie. Wow. Strong words. And Debbie, then another I, person jumped in and said, hey, we're now from uh, England, Debbie. Doesn't matter. Well, it's no knock on the it's queen. Good. She had a great run, right? And she deserves <laughs> to, to be what? to be. Honored. Rob, let it go, man. Seriously, just no. let it go. <laughs> All, I'm blaming the media. Especially in the United States, it's an it's overkill. All right, let the nice lady go. You know, rest go, in Rob. peace and do her thing. I just don't need to see any more of it. Okay, Rob, like and I don't P- care that Prince Charles is the king now or whatever. I don't care. Rob, like Teddy Pendergrass said, think I better let, let it let it go. <laughs> let it go. Philly's own man. Great, let, great it go, let it go, bro. Let it go. All right, I'll let it go. I'm done. I, I have I have done a lot of Queen rants. I'm done. I'm done raining on the Queen. All right. So we're going to come back. We will continue with the Eagles discussion. We'll dive into those NFC East games, the Cowboys and the Bengals. Unbelievable. The Lions and the Commanders, the Giants, somehow, some way, 2-0 on the season. Just amazing. All right, we'll do that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Sports take on this Eagles Monday, getting you set for the Birds and the Vikings. Yeah, let's talk a little finances. Let's talk Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because – I think we've all been through this, you know, kind of knowing who to trust here with your finances can be a really tricky pop proposition and getting it right is even more of a challenge. I found the right person and you can be happy with the same person as well. His name is Jim Murray of Principal Financial Group, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you might've just started up a, a business of your own and you're trying to figure out how to put together your employee benefits. That's another resource that Jim can help you with. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover with Jim and I couldn't be any happier and you will be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. 
Go confidently. Go <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go Bird! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go Birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Start gun, Rob Ellis. How about this one, guys? Ian Rappaport uh, just tweeted out, and he is reporting that Mike Evans will be suspended for a game for that throwdown of uh, Marcus Lattimore. That I feels a little it. strong, man. Well, he, it? He, no, only because he was on the sideline and he came off the sideline. You can't come off the sideline, and that's what it is, bro. Okay. You know, when you when you come off the sideline, when you go onto the field and you react, they consider it. They they're more harsh on you when you do that. Right. Like, you know, I I I've, I've gotten in fights before. And if you were on the sideline, you came off, you got a much harsher penalty than if you're on the field and fighting at that time. Gotcha. I got fined twenty five thousand dollars for coming off the sideline and hitting somebody, but then I only got fined seventy five hundred for fighting on the field. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, off, so yeah. He, and he also when they got into a fracas in twenty seventeen, he got suspended too. Yep. Yeah, uh, Evans did. Plus, so the, he's a repeat offender too. So yeah, yeah, and and so and there's history, right, with these yep. two. So there's yep. yeah, it's a little bit deeper, but yeah, so that's a it's a pretty big loss, man, for, for the uh, for the Bucks. Absolutely, you're muted, Gunner. Why why am I not surprised you got fined for coming off the be- off the be- bench fighting? Why am I not surprised <laughs> by that? Well, that, that I, I I I'd have did it too, man. I'd have did it too, man. What provoked you enough to step across that line? Because it's a history. It's history. Ah, and that's another reason okay. why he got suspended, too. It's history. Okay. Yep. It's history. With, with Lattimore. You know, of all people, it's oh, Lattimore, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Now, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure a number of players are going to get fined for engaging, but I'm not surprised Evans got suspended one game. I hope it's this game, this week's game against Green Bay. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Yep. I knew there was something else behind that. Okay. The, Thank the, you, Mike Evans. Yeah, the joy that you were taking in that. Okay. Okay. I got it. Um, all right. So let's look at the NFC East here, guys, because as we mentioned, uh, the Cowboys, to their credit, without Dak Prescott in a game where they jumped up early and it looked like Cincinnati was going to come back. Man, we saw a ton of like late touchdowns, two point conversions yesterday, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, right. the, the Bengals tie it up. 
when they were down 17 to three at one point. Um, and to their credit, they get a late hold. Like they, they stop the Bengals late, get the ball back and get it down into field goal position for that 50 yarder, which ended up being the game winner. Um, you know, the recurring issues that Cincy has Burrow sack six times yesterday. Yes. 13 you know, in the first two games. Yeah. He, he is not going to last as much, you know, we were talking about, is it sustainable with Jalen hurts last week running 17 times? This is so unsustainable what's happening with Cincinnati right now that there's no prayer that Burrow is still standing by the end of the season. No chance. He, he got sacked 50 times last season and yeah. he got to the Super Bowl. But then again, now he's a year older. Right. Yeah, that, the wear and tear of that, man. Yeah. Hey. What yeah. happened to so, all this money Cincinnati spent on this offensive line? Uh, they spent like $70 million just on the offensive line. Right. Lyle Collins got abused yesterday. Yep. He got Why abused. Why do you think they let him Michael walk? Parsons. Oh yeah. my god. Why goodness. did they let him walk? Yeah. They yeah. Walk. D- D- Dallas knew something there. Yeah. Dallas like, knew something just there. Just like they knew something. Remember they let um we were like, how'd they let Jalen um the the uh no, Jalen Smith? Oh, Jalen Smith Jaylen, from Notre Dame. Why Jalen Smith uh leave? Yeah, well, he showed it yeah. when he went to Green Bay. He yeah, never he touched the caught. field in Green Bay. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he did yeah. not. That's a shame. That dude would have been a great player had he not got hurt at, at Notre Dame, I think. But anyway. Um, but so so the big story here is Dallas wins it with Cooper Rush, you know, and now you look at it, you say to yourself, okay, well, you know, people had kind of written Dallas off, you know, basically just saying, all right, without Prescott, there's no chance. Now, all of a sudden you look at it. So they go to New York. I know New York's two and oh, but that's, you know, not out of the question. Then they have Washington at home. You know, they could conceivably get the next two before they go to, they go to the Rams after that, then they go to the Eagles, but they could get the next two. And even after the Eagles game, it's Detroit home, Chicago home, and then it's a bye week. How did they get a cake schedule and they won the division? I thought when you win a division, your schedule is supposed to be tougher the next year. Dallas, yeah. bro. Dallas. How the heck do you get a cake schedule like that? They got a right. they got a last place schedule. It's not, yeah, it's not super tough. You know, that's, that's unbelievable. Sure. <laughs> but here, here's my observation I brought up to you guys. Is Dak Prescott the problem? Mm. Look at how Cooper Rush threw the ball compared to Dak in their first game because I'm sitting here and I'm saying if Cooper had played their first game they might have beat Tampa Bay boy oh boy think about it think about that from is Dak is the hundred million dollar quarterback the problem man I'll sit back and wait for your answers no I mean you, you you got something right there because Dak Dak and, and I think they call it a different game for for Dak than they do with Cooper Rush. Right. You know the responsibilities that they give Cooper are, are not as extensive as the whole playbook they give to Dak. So I, I guess that you could say say it like that. They're more um, people tend to play at a higher level when you're dealing with the backup as opposed to the starter. Okay. Well, I I don't disagree with you, and I'm glad you said that because I was okay. Well, then why are you not adjusting the playbook? For Dak, because they didn't know. adjust the playbook for Dak last year. He know. won 12 games. All of a sudden, he comes out again. He couldn't hit the ocean. He missed wide receivers wide open all game last week before he got hurt. Yeah, right And all that. of a sudden, this kid who went into Minnesota last year, nobody ever heard of Cooper Rush. He goes into Minnesota in a big game against Minnesota, and he beats them 20-16. to 16. He throws for over 330 yards against the Vikings. Now, all of a sudden, he comes back in a huge game. Both teams need this game to avoid starting 0-2. And by the way, Cincinnati is the first team since Denver in 1999 as a defending AFC champion to come around and start the next season 0-2, by yeah. the way. 
Just think about that. But yeah. then again, Cincinnati did this last year. They finished 10 and 7, made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm. I expect I expect Cincinnati to get the problems ironed out. But I'm just looking at the way Cooper Rush ran this offense and the touch he had on his passes. And oh, by the way, I told you guys in training camp about this kid named Noah Brown that Dallas had. Man, did yep. he shine yesterday. Yeah, Boy, he did good. he shine yesterday. I'll yep. tell you, too, it's not like Dallas. You would have thought uh, Elliott and Pollard would go crazy, and that's how Dallas would win. Not really. I no, mean, running numbers no, were, were not no. impressive at all. The defense won this game for him. Yeah, yeah they did. The defense definitely did. Michael I mean, Parsons is on a mission. Parsons digs, and yeah, but oh, Parsons is, is unstoppable. He, there's not there there are there's not a lot of guys that you can say that are completely unstoppable in the league. He's one of them. Yeah, yeah. And when you look oh, at him, goodness. he doesn't really look like an opposing figure. You know what I'm saying? Like no, he, he doesn't. Like he's not ripped up or you know what I'm saying. But he just has that animal in him that he just won't be denied, man. And no, you know you you, you can't take anything from him, man. He comes to play. He, he definitely comes to play. There were even he, moments he was limping around, Barrett, and thinking, yeah. "Oh man, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not going to be the same yeah. guy." But he and they have to they have to occupy. Like there's so many guys that have to have their eyes on him that it allows yeah. others yeah. to do some things. He's, they move him, they move him all over the place. He's like a caged leopard, and when you yeah. let him out of the cage, he just goes wild. I'm watching how he moves up and down the line. He. I think he plays wherever the heck he wants to play. Yeah. The defensive coordinator said, you know what? You just find an opening and you go get yeah, it. Yeah, position. Sometimes you get guys like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Guys yeah. like that. I've, I've been, I played with a lot of guys like that. I played with They guys let like, LT do a lot of different things yes, back in the they day. Did. Yes, yes, they did. And, you know, the and, same with James Harrison also. Yeah. Reggie White you know. moved all around. I mean, yep. great players. Yep. It doesn't matter. They're, they're going to uh, and, and it hold out. on. Hold on now. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Maybe we need to do the same thing with Reddick. There you go. There you go. Great I was point. just going to bring that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Yep. You cannot have Reddick being a stationary target at one side all the time. You cannot. Because well, then he's easy to pick off. I don't know. I wouldn't leave him on one side, Barrett. Well, I'm, I, I wouldn't, but sometimes you could have – you can leave. You could literally leave um, Parsons there by himself all day long on one side, and he will eat the entire day. He's just that type of player. Some guys just like you. All right, I'm just okay. gonna whoop ass, and that's what he does. Is Reddick that kind of player? Is. is Reddick that kind of player? I would say no, only because I would say no. Yeah, he's I with can't the, he's with his third team in three years, and we asked the question last week: Why is he bouncing around from team to team? And I thought Dan Celio brought up a good point that I've been trying to watch. I'm going to be watching closer tonight. Dan Celio said the reason he's bounced around from team to team is because he can't play the run. He's a pure pass rusher. Now, I'm going to watch that closely tonight because if that's the case, if I'm a defensive coordinator and I identify that my best pass rusher might be better attacking from this side instead of this side, the way Dallas does, the way Detroit does, I'm moving him around. I'm not leaving him on one side. It's easier to pick him off just as a stationary target on one side. Doesn't it feel like all all roads lead back to Gannon? Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to go get. Back no, they that. do though. Yeah, Yo, you're mean, right. You, you're right. You got to figure out the best way to use this guy, man. You right. spent a you're lot right. of resources on him. Yeah, you do. I'll, 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 I'll say it, and I hate to say it, but ah, da, da. Yeah, absolutely right. There. He Wait, goes. you agreeing with me? Yes. Oh my I god. Have to. Hey man, write, well, this, write this moment is, down. Uh, Let me write this it's down. It's twelve forty-two. Twelve forty-two on September nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. Yes. Ah, means. Ah, means. There it is. Barrett agrees. <laughs> it's, there it is. Agrees with me. Hey, Trish. Go ahead, This is miraculous. I'm a little, I feel a little faint. Wow. No, but, uh, but seriously, Derek, I mean, yeah. 
You hear that, Lisbon? <laughs> going on, <laughs> Rob. I mean, Rob, Derek. He didn't do anything in his last. No, game. no. And when you're a top dollar guy, you got to do something. Yeah, you got to do something. You have to give me something. You got to. You got to justify all the means I'm giving you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And 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 you know, don't have me thinking you a bust. But see, this is why you play every week. I mean, this is why you, you get the next week to go out yep. there and play a show. Yep. yep. Now he, this might be a totally different Hassan Reddick. And I'm 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 along to you know say that yes, I think you're gonna see a totally different Hassan Reddick. Yeah, good. I look, I, I'm not I'm not writing off Jonathan Gannon. I, I want to see what this looks like tonight. Uh you, you got a feel for your new players for what you have. Not that you didn't have it in pre in training camp, but you know, in, in game action and real game action. So let's see what you got tonight. And I, and I know it's a stern test, but guess what? You know, almost every single week you're going to be facing you know just amazing talented players. So the NFL, yes, the NFL. yeah, get it done. Yeah, it's the NFL. I don't hear any excuses. All right, so no. Lions beat the Commanders thirty six twenty. Maybe make that Eagles you know escape last week look a lot better than it was. Goff throws for four. Uh, Wentz, you know, 30 of 46, 337 yards, three TDs and interception. Hutchinson, three sacks. Amon Ross St. Brown just continues to, to be phenomenal, um, as he has been really. He, he's on a tear over the course of the last 10, 12 games. Um, but Lions played really well in that game. I mean, Washington looked like they were going to be run out of that thing, and, and, they, and they came back. But, uh, man, yeah, they're, they're now Washington 1-1 one one at this point. It was 22 nothing at one point. I'm thinking this game's over. Then all of a sudden I look up, Washington's creeping closer. It's 29 21. I'm thinking Detroit's going to mess around and blow this game again. And all of a sudden, yeah. just as soon as I said they got another touchdown, yep, but yep. that Detroit team, man, I'm telling you, they may not be, they may not get the playoffs, but they're going to hurt some feelings before this season is over. I'm mm-hmm. telling, man, I'm telling Aaron Glenn. I was with Barrett in back in training camp. I was not a fan of Aaron Glenn uh, being a defensive coordinator. I was not buying the the hard knocks hype, but you can tell Dan Campbell putting them through a rigorous training camp is showing dividends right now. It, I mean, they've scored they've scored thirty five points a game or more for two games. Well, yeah. they, they do that last year. Yeah, well, yeah, they're at sixty one points through two it, games. Exactly, but then same thing make you laugh, make you cry sometimes. Because true, I, I can remember going in and we were whooping ass going into uh you know first half of the year we balling. You know, we we making things happen, and all of a sudden, we start to fizzle out because, not the not that the thrill is gone, but our bodies were kind of beat up a little bit. Yeah. And um, you got into the later part of the season when, when you start you know jockeying for for uh, position, things started happening, and you know guys started going down. So it's it's a double edged sword sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And to be that physical of a team, sometimes being that physical can hurt you a little bit. You know, it can really hurt you a little bit. But Tasty I mean, flower, uh, Tasty Flower is right. My math, I, it is 71. 71, Sorry. yep. I said 61. My apologies. But yeah. Um, but no, Barrett, you're right. I mean, but don't you think almost if you're if you're Campbell, coming off the way things went last year, you almost had to st- come out of the gate strong. Like, yes, almost you had to, to. to let yourself, yes. you know, from a self confidence standpoint with the team. Well, you had to. You got to come out there ready to ready to fight. You know, saying eat yeah. your young, whatever it takes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, what, what do we make of Washington? Hard to tell. They have talent, but uh, hard to tell. They had to come from behind and win last week. Against um, Jacksonville, who they played catch-up again. Yesterday. Yeah. This is a team, from, from what I've seen, they start slow. 
and finish faster. They just couldn't finish fast enough to get over the hump this week. But they have talent. I mean, I looked at some of the throws that Carson made. Uh, man, he, he's still slinging. Now, he's still he, – what, he had four touchdowns, two interceptions yesterday? I believe it was. Uh, what did he, he had have? three and one. Three and oh, one. Three and one. Okay. Yep. He was sacked five times, so Washington's got to fix their offensive line. But um, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what to make of why. There's a whole bunch of teams I don't know what to make of right now. Right. I know. Well, I'm, it's too I'm early. so confused. It's yeah. impossible to know what. Like, is Cincinnati just going to have that Super Bowl loss hangover the whole year, and it's going to be ugly? I don't know. I mean, look. We'll get into it later. Raiders are 0-2, man. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Some... My squad. I, 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 Bears I Raiders. Yeah. I that... gave him the kiss of death. That's what yeah, I that did. One's, that's going to be tough in that division to dig in. It is. But, I mean, but look, you, you got to look at um look at Denver. Denver's not really blowing everything up, and they want to no. spend all that money. Not only are they not no. blowing I mean, I know they won yesterday. They look like they're a mess, and Hackett looks overmatched. Oh, my goodness. Did you see at one point the Denver fans were booed? They booed him off the field, and yep. there was one play in particular – the fans started counting down the play clock out loud. Yes. And on that yeah. play, Russell rolled out to his left and tripped over an offensive lineman or something and got up and ended up getting sacked. I'm like, yeah, it's bad. That thing is that thing is disjointed right now. I mean, they yes. barely scored 16 points. Or or is Houston better than we thought they were? They tied the Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Houston's deep. I mean, you got you got Lovey Smith down there. You coordinate that defense. Yeah, it's you Houston got a defensive better. mind, you know, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that one's gonna be interesting. So the other uh, NFC East, the Giants 2-0, perhaps the biggest surprise of the season, maybe that one right there. Uh, they win kind of an ugly one, 19-16 over the Panthers. And, the, man, that seat is scorching on Matt Rule, by the way. Uh, oh, my Carolina. goodness. I mean, give the he's Giants Yeah, he's a candidate not to make the re- the end of the year uh, at this yeah, point. I mean, give, give the man. Giants their props. They beat two decent teams, Tennessee and Carolina. Mm-hmm. These yeah, are yes. middle-of-the-road teams. The Giants are a rebuilding team. Four yep. starters didn't play. They yep. still don't have their whole offensive line. They've won both games by a total of six points. But the yep. bottom line is they won. Right. And they're doing just – and Saquon didn't go off. He was nope. okay. He was okay. Um, the thing that Dable – I'll give Dable credit, and I think some of this is a new front office too, but, like, he's not playing Kenny Galladay. He doesn't care. Like, just be – I don't no. care what deal you signed. I don't care what this is. I'm going to play the best players available, you know, or the guys who have performed at least – throughout training camp and the preseason, he's playing those guys, and he's getting just enough out of them. And their defense has done a real good job. Like, they've really held up. And they're still uh, extremely banged up on their offensive line, the yeah. Giants are, Yeah, to this point. You know, yeah. kudos, kudos to you know, Dave. I mean, he, he, he's got them believing, you know. And it all started last week. He calls a two-point two conversion when you should have taken the time to try to go over. He says, no, no, no. That's the old Giants. That's not what we're doing anymore. I told you guys, I'm here to take chances. Mm-hmm. I'm here, and he did it. It yeah. worked. Now they come out this week, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, 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 Wink Martindale's defense looks a lot better than I thought it would right now. That was a good hire, you know. It was, was a good hire. Somebody aggressive. Really. Somebody used the talent that they have. They don't have really like. I tell you what, they're 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 front four. Well, the two inside guys are really really good. Really, really good. Leonard and those guys, they're yeah. really good, man. Yeah. And the linebackers can run, man. I don't know what they have in the oh, secondary. Oh, my goodness. But their linebackers can run. Hmm. Well, they get well, they, they get Dallas at home on Monday night next week. That's the Monday night game um, for the Giants. Yeah. Well, I can see this being – I can see this going – this, this, this is, this is going to be a good game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, that that's Dallas the thing. Run. You know, if you look around now – 
you thought if you like from an Eagles perspective, you thought, all right, Dallas is, is probably cooked without Dak Prescott. The Giants are going to be an easy sweep. Uh-oh. You know, you figured Washington, eh, and they've kind of been eh. But the other two teams it may surprise you a little bit. Not going to be as easy. Mm, uh, you know, nothing really surprises me just because, you know, this, the, the parity that they, they they have now with the salary cap and the way things are all equaling out, you know, this this is, this is just what we, we're supposed to get. It's supposed to be this way. You know what I mean? I just see coaching becoming – a lot more of a focus now. You have to you have to outcoach teams now because the talent is so even. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just have that one standout player, like Dallas has that one standout player. Yeah. And Michael Parsons. You know what I'm saying? Once you have a standout player, but how many teams have those standout players? Yeah. Do the yeah. Eagles have a standout player? Well, they got standout players on all the line. On paper, they do. Maybe AJ uh, Brown. On defense, yeah. yeah. Uh, AJ Brown. Brown. Standout yeah. players at corner. Yeah. yeah. Both corners. I mean, that's when I. That's why I'm starting to. That's why my belief in. That defense, they have standout players. Like it or not, Fletcher Cox was a standout player. And I think if he makes his mind, he can be a standout player anytime he wants to be a standout player. Mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick can be a standout player if he if he rushes the passer. Yeah, Fletcher um, Cox was a standout player. He fell on the quarterback just to get a half sack. That's what he stood out doing. <laughs> Where was he the rest of the game? Right, right, right. Well, the good guys on the side of the ball get paid too, though. You know, what, what's this, man? What happened this time? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just saying, that yeah, Fletcher stood out. He stood out for one play. <laughs> and then he did his little. Yeah, I mean, really? Really? <laughs> well, th- this is also tonight is, is where, you know, where's Josh Sweat? I know everybody loves Josh Sweat, but like, yep. start producing, man. You know, it's he that needs time to underneath by. the lights, man. And I was saying earlier, I was on um, IP earlier. And. This is where you make a name for yourself, a household name for yourself. Monday Night Football is where everybody used to come to play to really open up and, and show, hey, here I am, world. I'm, I'm the account for me as being Mr. Monday Night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, this is this is this is this is how you get your get your name, put your name out there. And you wanted to go out there, like it or not. I, 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 this is this is. I can remember. John Madden saying my name three times on Monday night. One of them, one of them was bad because I because I was holding, but the two other times he said my name, it was for good stuff. Wow, got a little so love from from John exactly, Madden. Exactly, like exactly. And I got that. It just so happened on the one I holding call, it was against Reggie, and I held. I oh, I, I I did more to hold on to him. <laughs> In fact, I. I almost like I proposed. I should have said I do. I was holding on so hard. You probably saved your quarterback's <laughs> life, though. Uh, right. And, hold on. and Rodney P said thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, seriously, though, sometimes uh, a hold is not the worst thing, man. Right. It, it, right it, your right. quarterback lived to see another day, at least. Well, dang. dang. Well, 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 you know, look at that. Kevin, I don't know. Is he overrated? No, he's not overrated. He's just not rated right now. We got We need more. From him, you know, we can't say he's overrated. We say it he feel, isn't. It feels rated. like Barrett with him, it comes in bunches. Yes, and it's not consistent. Like you know, he'll look great a week, and then it's like, where was he for the last three weeks? Right. And I need right. him to just be better across the board. Right, 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 right. And 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 I just think that uh, this is this is where this is where you can go out, and the world can see are are the Eagles really contenders or are they frauds? Right. This is, this is going to be their game where we're going to know one of the two if they're frauds or 
if they are who they who they think they are, who they think they are, who we think they are. What what I don't want to hear is the built-in excuses. Like right. I don't want to hear, well, and I gave them earlier. So there's but no I'm just, excuses. Right. I, I don't want to hear, well, there's a lot of new faces on that side of the ball. They didn't have right. they, they didn't play in the preseason game. Like, okay, whatever, man. Like, just stop, just get it done. And and last week, yeah, they had to pick six from Bradbury, and that was great. That your defense needs to do that. They didn't do it enough last year. That's awesome. But how many times last week did we did the defense really step up? Not enough. They had those three state straight three and outs after the first drive where Detroit scored. And then after that, man, they were shaky and leaking oil the whole rest of the game. Absolutely. There, there's truth to what Barrett's saying about this is a big measuring stick tonight. But I can't put them in the category of fraud um, because, as we just talked about, Cincinnati started out real bad last year, got to the Super Bowl. Eagles started out real bad last year, changed the complexion of their offensive scheme and backed into the playoffs. They finished with a winning record. There's a lot of teams. And you look at the pair, look at how many teams in the league right now are one and one. And we're still trying to figure out what they are. I still say you have to get through at least a half the season before we separate the contenders from the, from the pretenders. Um, there's going to be a whole lot of up and down. I think yesterday was an indication of what's to come. What we think is going to happen is not necessarily going to happen. There's just too much parity, too many highs and lows in these games, man. I mean, I can't remember. You know, we always talk about one or two games that really stand out on a week in the NFL. I can't think of a week in recent years that had the abundance of games that kept you on the edge of your seat the way You're yesterday right. did. Starting on Thursday. It's crazy. It started with the two Chargers on Thursday. I mean, think yes. about it. That's yes. a three-point game. The Jets win by one. You know, uh, Washington made it pretty close against the Lions. Uh, the Giants win 19-16. Steelers win – Patriots win 17-14 over the Steelers. Uh, Dolphins win 42-38. Rams win. That game became close, 31-27. Cowboys win 2017. 16 to 9 to Broncos Steelers, 29 23 Raiders and, and the Cardinals. I mean, yes. it's crazy. I, I loved every bit of it. If if I had if I had direct TV, I, I would have been flipping. I can't watch, like I said, I can't watch Red Zone, but I would have been flipping around because then you know what? I could change the channel at my leisure and not be held held hostage by Red Zone jumping in and out of games. Go, helped, go, go, yeah. go back. Go back. Go back to the game. It held me hostage, bro. I ain't going to yeah. lie. It held me hostage. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I got to it because it all the games that we had that were just right there, right? And you couldn't you couldn't flip back and forth fast enough Yeah. Uh, with, with your remote. So I'm like, you know, I just got to keep it here. And I just focused right there on that. And, and it was amazing. It was That's amazing, awesome. Bro. That's awesome. I couldn't all do right. that if the Eagles were playing. I couldn't That's do true. it. That's but true. Since it wasn't the Eagles playing, I, I stayed on it. I'll, I'll right. there. We're going to come back with John McMullen uh, from Birds 365, JacobSports.com uh, as well, with some unbelievable content on there uh, for John. We'll do that when we get back. We'll dive a little bit more into the keys for this Eagles-Vikings game coming up. Jeez, uh, we are now under eight hours in, until the game. All right, so we'll do that <laughs> when we get back. Barrett, Derek, Rob, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Pro Action Restoration. Pro Action Restoration are the people that you call if you have water, if you have smoke, if you have fire, if you have mold damage to your property, all right, to your house, to your business, whatever the case may be. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've gone through it. I went through it on a Saturday. I wasn't sure they were going to be able to get out there. Not only did they get out there, they got out there quick. They cleaned it up. They fixed the problem. The, the work was unbelievable, and the price was very reasonable. They are an unbelievable company. I can promise you that. They are licensed, bonded, and fully insured. 
They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So any of the above, water, fire, smoke, mold remediation, if it's something else that you're not sure about, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760. Or you can reach them online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Take on this Eagles Monday, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Welcome back in, everybody. D Gun, B Brooks, Rob Ellis with you and joining us right now. You can see him each and every weekday from 8 to 10 on Birds 365, right here on Jacob Sports. He is the Eagles insider. You can also catch him tonight on the uh, post game show with our guy D Gun, Mike Missinelli, Devin Caney, Seth Joyner, uh, and does unbelievable work for the Philly Voice, SI Now, you name it. John McMullen. What's happening, John? 
Doing well. How are you guys? Happy game day. You pacing yourself, John? It's a long one, man. Wow, you, you're dragging it out early and you're going yeah. late, brother. I might go 24 hours. Who I knows? like it. Jeez. Hey, like John, it. a question for you, John. How do you how do you feel about covering Monday night games? I know how much you like oh, football, like the rest of us. How do you feel? John, it's yeah, thank you. Thank and, you. And and by the way, thank you. If you're gonna stagger Monday night games, which makes no sense in week two, but right, right. if you're gonna stagger Monday night games. What about East Coast, West Coast? Give us a seven o'clock start. Thank you. And it's at like or Arizona, yeah. Las Vegas. You yeah. know, put that on Monday. Makes no sense. But yeah. yeah, from but you know, and every nobody cares what reporters think, nor should they. Right. <laughs> but fans, I mean, I assume some fans have to go to work tomorrow too. So they're getting all juiced up right now. They need some time to get ready to get back to the real world. It's hey. it's terrible. It's See, terrible I love stuff. I love the people who tell us, man, I wish I could do what you do, covering Monday night football. Well, no, you don't. No, you don't. Right, no, you right, don't. right. Matt, no. look at this though. Look at this though. I can remember doing a Monday night game and we had we had um we had a you know breakfast on broad. We had to be there at four o'clock. So there were times wow. I stepped off the stage oh. at, at well, 2 o'clock in the morning and I wouldn't go home. Yeah, I was just gonna take a nap in the office. Yep, a two-hour nap in the office. Get up, do the show. I wouldn't. Even, I mean, I, go home for it. Go home to go get back back on the road to come back. Yeah. So it was like you know, I did post game. I just stayed there, fell asleep for two hours, got back up, and and went back in. You know, so you, you guys, you need. I couldn't call in the righty, huh? You didn't even shower? No, oh, no. Jillian robbing him. I sat right next to Rob, too. <laughs> oh, he man. He had to smell it. Yeah. He oh, had all hey, of this. All of this coming. All you know what? If, if, they, if they win, it doesn't smell nearly as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but They see, weren't winning back then. Yeah, but see, Rob, Rob. yeah, the whole set stunk. You're right. Dude, yeah. Rob, there's no excuse for that because they had a, the NBC office had a big, beautiful, spacious shower. He yeah. could have showered in. Man. But that, that shower's for? reserved for certain yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Right, that, you know, I used to have an office with a shower i don't yeah that's any, no. any, anytime there's a community i went to college i'm done anytime there's a community aspect to a shower yeah you want to avoid that at all, yeah. all costs no yeah. yeah but but mac these were professional people it's not like a college shower or a locker yeah. room shower yeah it's these, still were, shaky. these showers are hardly shaky. used they were pristine it's still Rob. shaky no thank you yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Just, just man, a little deodorant. Man. Just crack it out. You oh, I, I, oh, I remember somebody that shall remain nameless in a newsroom. So we're working all night. So it's, and I walk in the bathroom and it's like two, three in the morning and he's shaving. I looked at him like, what the? Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird move. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going at three in the morning? You got to make sure you're, you're, yeah. You don't want to actually don't ask those questions. Yeah. Actually, right, right. What, what are you doing there? Yeah, I know. All right, John. So uh, if I had to ask you, give me the one I'm talking one thing that has to happen from your perspective for the Eagles to win. What would it be? Uh, beat up Garrett Bradbury on the interior of, of the Vikings offensive line. Really poor pass protector. Hasn't lived up to the billing. Former first round pick. A lot of people were saying he's the next Jason Kelsey. He's really athletic. He From that part of it, they got it right. But mm-hmm. he just gets pushed back all the time. And, you know, you think about that game Javon Hargrave uh, had in Detroit. Fletcher Cox had in Detroit. They need to show up tonight. They Absolutely. need to play a lot better. They need to take advantage of that matchup and 
and make Kirk Cousins uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. if you let Kirk Cousins throw the football, you're right. you're in trouble. I yep. mean, he's accurate. He's he's got great receivers. Um, if he's got time to throw, they're going to make some big plays. Hey, John, how much will this Eagles defense miss Barnett in the rotation? Or do you think Teron Jackson is that guy that can step up and fill that void? Well, I don't think he's Derek Barnett, but, you know, fans don't like Derek Barnett. Uh, I think, you know, Derek would have been very good as a sort of third rotational end, Mm -hmm. Uh, really fourth if you – because I consider Hassan Reddick more of a defensive end than anything else, but – yeah. Um, in that kind of role, that's that's really impressive depth. So um, you never got to see it this year. You're not going to get to see it. Um, so you're never going to know. But I think it would have really shown up for the Eagles later in the season. Mm. But Teron Jackson's got uh, some some upside. And, you know, I don't worry about that as much as, as some of the issues going on with this other issues going on with this team. I think he'll be fine. But he's not he's not Derek Barnett. So you lose a little bit. But again, we're talking fourth rotational end. So right, right. you're you're nitpicking a little bit at that point. Everybody has injuries and um unfortunately for Derek, uh a, a really difficult one for him. But uh the Eagles should be able to overcome it. I think ultimately they will overcome it. John, more um last week I'm talking Detroit game, more on preparation, scheming, uh, et cetera, on the defensive side or players who are being paid a lot of money just not coming through? Um, players mainly because of, look, if, if if you don't miss 14 tackles, you win that game going away. No so, question. you exactly. know, but, but, but the second, the back-ended part of that is, well, maybe if you prepare better, you don't miss tackles. So, but I don't think that's, you that's mean as in the, camp? You mean as in yes, camp? Yes. Yeah, okay, yes, yes. And I think that's an organizational decision. I don't think right. that's a Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon decision. So, mm-hmm. um, look, if they miss 14 tackles again this week, they're going to lose. Um, mm. You know, so when everybody was going crazy over the defensive performance, if 14 turns into four, you win that game going away. So mm-hmm. as long as you sort of button that up, I think it it solves a lot of problems on the defensive side of the football. But the second part of this is, you know, maybe people finally are getting it. Detroit was not – they're not the same team that the Eagles – I think a lot of fans went into that thinking about 44-6 to six on Halloween last year, thought it was going to be the same team. Not even close. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. You saw some of their playmakers, uh, and you saw them beat up on Washington yesterday. They're a better football team than people think they are. Yes. So that was part of it as well. Yep. Well, you know, that's what I said. Um, I, I, that's why I really wanted to see how they were going to play against the commanders because it would give me an accurate assessment on what they really are and not necessarily looking at, at, at what I saw in hard knocks. And I knew that this team wasn't – as bad as people were saying, you know, everybody's thinking we're just going to beat them like we beat them last year. No, that team got mm-hmm. decidedly better. Yes, and I like did. the matchup that, that they put on the defensive side of the ball with Aiden Hutchinson, not just having them on the outside against our two all pro tackles or future all pro tackle and an all pro tackle. I 
thought that he did a masterful job mixing them around, putting them in the inside, making those guards in the inside move their feet. They're not accustomed to doing that. So I think no. it was just great by Aaron Glenn and how he did it and how, how he set up run blitzes. So they're not as bad as what people think. And I thought that the way they beat up on the uh, the commanders really, you know, gave me a little peace, a little solace in, uh, in, in that whole thing that I was thinking also. Mm. Yeah. And DeAndre Swift, look, I joked that, you know, Dalvin Cook's better than DeAndre Swift, but, um, you know, there's sort of an overcorrection, right? Yes. So they gave up nine points. Like, Dalvin Cook isn't going to average 9.6 yards per carry because they're going to overcorrect towards the running game. So now mm-hmm. you got to be worried about, you know, Jefferson getting downfield, Thielen, Osborne. God forbid if it's Jalen Rager, the city might burned down, but uh, they have a lot of playmakers. Imagine if he takes a punt. If he takes a punt back. I mean, we, we should Dude. all just, just like Dude. move somewhere. I'm telling, you. Back, I'm telling you. I've been thinking about this. Oh my God. Do not let Jalen Rager be the one to oh. catch a deciding touchdown in this game. Oh. This team will go absolutely bonkers, but I'm glad okay. you brought that they game will up. Because- he will be crying too, bro. He'd be crying. I told you I was in. Yeah, the redemption game. Uh-huh. Like a redemption. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll kneel down in the end zone, throw his hands up, hold the ball to the yeah. sky. It'll be like Shawshank you know? Redemption. And, and everybody will start booing and throwing yeah. stuff down out of the oh, stands, God. and it's going to be... Oh, God. I'm going to stop, But, man. but John, stop, you know, man. I'm glad we brought up Rager's name, because how much do you think he can help this Vikings defense prepare for the Eagles offense? Hmm. I mean, you know, this, and I talked about the Eagles signed Janarius Robinson off right. the uh, Vikings practice squad, and people People have the CIA mindset. The, the the Vikings run the same damn scheme defensively as the Eagles. It's okay. big Fangio offshoot. So the Eagles already know what they're doing. The Vikings know. The, the Eagles offense is very simple. It's it's run pass option. It's, you know, these coaches don't need Jalen Rager's help to figure out what the Eagles are doing. They're, they're a one, two read, high, low offense when it comes to the passing game, uh, run pass option. It's very simple stuff. The difficult part of it is stopping Jalen Hurts because, yes. you know, he, 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 you know what he's doing, but that doesn't yeah. mean you can stop it. Right. I always go back to Jimmy Johnson when he had, you know, the great teams in Dallas, and he admitted in his book, we had three running plays, three. Everybody knew what they were running, but they were running with Emmett Smith behind Larry Allen and Eric Williams. Go stop it. That That is – that people get caught up in scheme and things like that. I, 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 it, it comes down to talent, and that's why I say 14 missed tackles. So, you know, everybody's Jonathan Gannon's scheme, Jonathan Gannon's scheme, blah, blah, blah. Drives me nuts. Well, Vic Bangio did well with that scheme. 12 other teams think it's relevant because they run it, including Minnesota, which gave up seven points, Taron Rodgers. You know, tackle somebody, and, and, and maybe the scheme looks better. So, John, that's let, let's stay with uh, Gannon for a minute, and and not even so much schematically, but just generally. You're, and I know last year was vastly different because they didn't have the same personnel or, or as much, at least. But do you think he's done a good job thus far? I, well, I I don't I don't like the scheme from this perspective. One, you know, when everybody fell in love with it, and and Vic was in Chicago. You know, nobody could block Khalil Mack. Nobody could block Akeem Hicks. So I I always get these fans, this isn't aggressive enough. Well, look damn aggressive when Khalil Mack was running it and Akeem Hicks was running. 
same scheme, right? Yep. They only rush four. Umbrella coverage might be cover two, might be quarters, might be cover six, might be cover eight, bunch of different zone coverages. But it looked aggressive because Khalil Mack was always in the backfield. Akeem Hicks was always in the backfield because nobody could block those guys. So the Eagles don't have that kind of talent. We talk about last year. They don't have that kind of talent this year to where they could make this thing run to where it's supposed to run. But the bigger part to me is, and I always say this, I don't want to be the copycat. I want to be the cat that everybody copies. I don't like coaches that I don't like coaches that get in line. I don't like it. Yep. Good analogy. Oh, good. Good. I was going to say this. I wasn't necessarily worried about uh, schematically what they did on defense. I just need those front four guys, whoever they are, whether in a 50 front, 30 front, 40 front. I need those guys to go because all of them are paid. All of them that are out there will be paid a lot of money come Monday, when they, uh, Tuesday, when they pick their checkup. But when you look at it, you have Fletcher Cox, $14 million. You've got Hargraves making about eleven, twelve million. You've got um, you know, you've also got Sweat making about the same. You got a lot, and Red, Hassan Reddick making up there too. When you have that much money allocated to one position, I better see something happen tonight with this pass rush, run defense. It's time for those guys to step up. It's not necessarily a scheme for me. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's the vantage point I'm looking at it from. Yeah, I think it's got to be on the interior tonight. Minnesota has good tackles, really good tackles. You know, yeah, Darrison O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Nick said Lane Johnson was the best right tackle in the world again on Saturday. I agree with him. You know, number two might be Brian O'Neill. He might be number mm-hmm. two. Um, and Christian Darrison's a, a lot like uh, Panay Sewell last week. You know, he's only in the second year, but you can tell he's got to be really good. Um, he's really talented, former first-round pick. So I mentioned Bradbury. They also have a rookie starting at, at right guard, Ed Ingram, who's really talented. He's from LSU, but, you know, he's a rookie. You got to take advantage of that in the second game. So that, to me, is the soft spot, and – whether it's Javon or Fletcher or Jordan Davis, they got to make sure that Kirk Cousins is is uncomfortable right up the middle. You got to, you got to push that center right in his lap and, and make sure it's not even about sacks to me. It's about speeding them up because he is tremendously accurate. This is a 70% guy. If you let him be. So we talk about all those completion percentages the Derek Carrs of the world last year um, and all those 80%. Well, this guy's going to throw for 80 plus percent if you allow him. So they got, they got to make sure he's uncomfortable. So, so John, let me ask you this because back during training camp, Rob went out and bought himself what he has referred to as a Gan wagon. Okay. Now him and Barrett are firmly in the Gan wagon driver's seats. I said, as I sit here today, I'm hanging off the back rail of it. My feet are flapping in the wind. I'm hanging off the back rail. Are you on the Gan wagon, or are you? Well, everybody like thinks me? I am. Supposedly, yeah. I'm a Gan. Yeah. John, we got room, man. Come on. 
Yeah. John, um, John, no. I love your logic, but yeah. are you are you are you hanging off the back with me or are you sitting in the seat with them? No, I don't I don't like the scheme for the exact reasons. Um I you know, last year look, I I last year, see here's the thing to me. If you don't have the talent to run mm-hmm. what you want to run, run something else until you get the talent to run what you want. Right. That to me defines great coaching. He's just running out the Fangio scheme. Now there's a little tweaks. It, it's really closer to Brandon Staley. Those two are very close, really closer to Brandon Staley's version of Vic's scheme. I'm, like I said about, look, I don't want the follower. I want the leader. And, and, and that to me is the biggest issue with Jonathan Gannon. Um, as far as guys tackling, I'm not going to blame that on JG. In fact, if you want to blame that on somebody that's not the players, then you got to blame Howie and the organization because they're the ones who set up the offseason schedule. Mm-hmm. I assume that's going to be self-correcting at some point. Again, you can't miss 14 tackles every week. I don't expect them to miss 14 tackles this week. They were the worst tackling team in football in week one. And they were able to get out with a win, so that's positive. That that kind of stuff is self-correcting. You know, how much does Fletcher Cox have left? How much does Javon Hargrave have left? Or is mm-hmm. he coming off this toe injury? Um, Hassan Reddick did not look like a double-digit sack guy, and he's facing another great right tackle. Maybe he looks better um, when the competition comes a little bit down. Um, but the players – you know, Kaiser White, everyone – here's another concern to me, guys. Run run support. Reddick, undersized. White, undersized. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, undersized. That becomes a problem when you go against teams that, that can and want to and will run the football. Huh. Yeah, especially <laughs> if your D-line's not getting it done. If it's, yeah, they're getting to that second level, that's a problem. John, how much of – and granted, the Eagles won the game by the way. Uh, but how yeah, much by the of, way, exactly. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's an afterthought. You won on the road, and, and it's kind of like it didn't even happen. Thank, for thank goodness they played Detroit the first game. But that it, environment was tough, I'm telling you guys. Yeah, was, how much was, of it is just, man, you could even apply this the first few weeks. It's just goofy, like weird stuff oh, happens. Yeah. Look at Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore, they, look at all the comebacks yesterday. Yep. Arizona, uh, yep. Miami. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland and the Jets, Joe Flacco. Um, yeah, those first two weeks are crazy. And, and, you know, I said it, you know, the Lions, I said it all week on Birds 365. This is one of the best offensive lines in football when Ragnow was out there. He wasn't even healthy. And he missed yesterday, by the way. Um, you know. The Eagles saw that 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 might be the best offensive line they see all season. That's yeah. how good Detroit is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They have first rounders everywhere. Yeah. Both tackles and the three first yeah. rounder. Yeah. You know, and, so. and they're not healthy, John. That line's yeah. not healthy yet. Yeah. Big V wasn't even playing. A fifty now, million dollar. Big V wasn't there. playing. Uh, uh Jackson, their other guard, is is yep. is a Pro Bowl level guard. People don't yeah. realize. But all they saw was forty four to six. Oh, it's the Lions. Oh, it's the Lions. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Um yeah. Also, I want to, I want to, you know, kind of focus on this. They ran a defense that heated up Jalen, not necessarily the way you would send blitzes for passing. They sent run blitzes, and people don't, 
people don't really know how to differentiate between a run blitz and a pass, but he wasn't running necessarily to to to, to make Jalen, you know, pass the ball. You know, not, you know, he'd be all he was more so stopping the run with yeah. the blitz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you kind of explain? Well, he wasn't that? stopping it, but right. they, were <laughs> to stop. they were trying escaping. Yeah. Yeah. escaping. Yeah. Um you know, and that's going to be one of the interesting differences. Detroit blitz more than I think they were second. They were first or second in week one uh, when it came to blitz percentage. So they blitz close to anybody. Minnesota played was second in zone coverage, exact opposite. Yep. Uh, they played 70, I think 77% zone. So uh, they run the same thing as the Eagles. It's going to be a lot of multiple fronts, umbrella coverage behind it. In theory, you know, Jalen's not going to be able to run as freely as he did because guys are going to have their eyes on him. They're probably going to have Eric Kendrick spying him at times. Yep. Um, so, you know, this is a game where it might, you know, be more pass heavy. And we're going to see zone coverage. There's going to be opens, openings, obviously. <clears throat> and you saw so many blown coverages yesterday in the NFL, especially early in the season. So Jalen's going to have some opportunities to make plays throwing the football. Can he throw the football consistently? This is what we're waiting for. This is a zone team. This team plays more zone than the Eagles do. It's going to be zone, zone, zone. And in theory, you're going to have to throw the football a little bit to convert. Can Jalen do that consistently? John, did we come out of week one with more questions and answers about this team that we had going in? Well, it depends what you're, what, where you were with this team. Um, I think I know where this team is offensively. And I, I said, it's not a run first team. It's a, not a pass first team. It's a Jalen hurts first team. Um, Take advantage, take advantage of what Jalen does well. Um, and that's RPOs, and they did that to Nick Sirianni's credit. Look, the offseason's fine. The offseason's for Howie and Jeffrey to say, we want a high-octane passing offense, blah, blah, blah. Then go get Russell Wilson, go get Deshaun Watson. They couldn't do it. Now Nick's going to try to win football games. How does he win football games? You saw it last year. You saw it in week one. I think you're going to see it tonight. I think ultimately – you know, the Eagles probably win a close game, and, and it's probably going to be because Jalen Hurts makes a play off schedule mm-hmm. late in the game. That's probably going to be the difference. Hey, John, how would you go about trying to neutralize Jordan Hicks? I mean, I think he's one of the more underrated linebackers in the game. He had 14 tackles last week against Green Bay. When he's on the field, all he does is make plays, forces turnovers. Get, I mean, is there a definitive way to neutralize him in the middle? Yeah, the Eagles haven't had a linebacker like Jordan Hicks since Jordan Hicks. The the only issue with Jordan Hicks when he was here, he was yep. injured a lot, yep. um, and he's managed to stay healthy since he left. Uh, and he keeps making plays. He sacked uh, Aaron Rodgers last mm-hmm. week. He forced a fumble. You mentioned the 14 tackles. He's mm-hmm. a great pass coverage linebacker. These are the two best pass coverage linebackers, the best duo in the NFL, Kendricks might be the best. Mm. Um, and Jordan's up there. Um, so that's another sort of uh, um, issue that the Eagles might have. Um, they're both playmakers. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'd run right at him. 
spot. I mean, you have the arguably the best offensive line. They're undersized linebackers, not as bad as the Eagles and Kaiser White, but you know, this isn't TJ Edwards either, as far as you know, holding up against mm-hmm. uh their 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 pass coverage linebackers. So I I would try, but it, the running game's gonna have to be more conventional this time because of that zone coverage. So it's gonna have to be handing the football off to Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott. But I still think the Eagles will be able to run the football well because of their offensive line. That's great that you said that because a lot of people not taking that. It shouldn't be run plays, call, read options and all that stuff. Just take it out and play good old-fashioned, hand the ball off, maybe get an eyeback formation, put put one of those tight ends at fullback or something, and just run down their throat. Don't try to, you know, make it look cute or anything. Just old-fashioned, I'm going to hit you in the mouth, Lead back zone football, man, and that and they, and they can win the game if they do that because they're smaller guys. They yeah. get pushed around a, bit, a little easier. I mean, that should be the way they win this game, man, by just hitting them in the mouth, man. And that's exactly what they need to do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Eagles are are the top uh, running team in football. Minnesota's been bottom five, and one of the reasons they're bottom five is because the linebackers are undersized. Now they did get Harrison Phillips from Buffalo, who's a really good player, but and that's Zedaris about it. Smith. They got uh, the Zadarius Smith. Yeah, but Zadarius is a pass rusher, so yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, they're pass rushers, and by the way, Zadarius Smith is the guy. He can wreck a game. Yeah, he, he can. He, he lines up all over the place. So, you know, people say, "Well, Lane Johnson is is the best right tackle in football." Well. And they're going to go find Isaac Sayamalo, uh, Isaac Sayamalo with with Zedarius. Aiden Hudson, like they did. He will yes. move all over, inside, outside. Um, he's one of those players that can wreck a game. But the Eagles are aware of it, and and we'll see how they handle. Hey, hey John, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, I'd been uh, discussing with them them earlier. Um, when you look at Hassan Reddick, and and Dan Silio brought up a good point last week about why do you think Hassan Reddick is on his third team in three years. Said he can't defend a run. He's a pure pass rusher. Okay, 23 and a half sacks. You can't argue that. Would you move him around more the way they move around a Michael Parsons, a Darius Smith, players like yeah, that? Yeah, I would if he yeah. can. I don't know if he can do it, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you sit there and try to rush um, Hassan Reddick on Brian O'Neill, it's not going to go well. Um, if you move him inside and try to take advantage of Bradbury, yep. it, it might work really well. So I would like to see the Eagles do that. Two things. I haven't seen them do that yeah. that much. They did yeah. a little bit, and I don't know if Hassan can do it. I, I've seen Zadarius do it uh, with Green Bay for years. Um, Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But if he's capable, yeah. Because there are certain guys, and, and again, you'll see it with Zadarius himself tonight, because yep. Lane Johnson's not a good matchup. Not a good matchup for anybody, basically. Um, and they're going to move him. They're going to move him off that matchup. So let Lane waste his time with DJ Wanham or somebody like that. You know he's not going to beat him anyway. And if Zadarius Smith, you can find something with whether it's Dickerson, Sayamalo, um, you try to go about it that way. Yep. John, who Good wins it? Point. Who wins this game tonight? I think the Eagles are going to win close game late. I think Jalen Hurts is going to make a play late. I think it's going to be, you know, typical Jalen Hurts, you know, off schedule. Not, you know, he's he's going to make a, a back-breaking run. Maybe a late Jake Elliott field goal puts the Eagles over the top. Okay. All right, John, listen, right, man, man uh, and we know we'll be able to catch you on the post-game show tonight. With that guy, Derek Gunn, you might be familiar with, uh, with Mike Missanelli, with Debbie Caney, with, uh, I don't know, some guy I've heard of. Him. <laughs> I need a nap. I done. So I feel you, nap. brother. Both of you guys, get your, get your power nap, your beauty sleep, you know, all that good stuff that, that you need to get. And uh, we're looking forward to it. And of course, each and every day, Birds 365 with uh, with Jody Mack at 8 a.m. John, thanks, man. Appreciate a couple minutes. Thank Enjoy you, Enjoy the game, brother. Yep. All right, you got it. That's John McMullen. You also catch his work, jacobsports.com as well. All right. So two things to, to look forward to. We come back, we'll continue with the NFL discussion, major injury yesterday, which we will dive into some of the other games of the great comebacks, the Cardinals game against the Raiders, the way that thing went was just sick. Uh, Dolphins and the Ravens, the Jags, uh, all kinds of stuff. We'll do that when we get back at two o'clock. We will dive into our player predictions for tonight. For example, Jalen Hurts will throw for Jalen Hurts will run for AJ Brown, Kirk Cousins, et cetera. We'll do all of that. At 2 o'clock as well. Philly's a little bit later. Some good birthdays. Some good movie releases on this day as well. So we got a lot more in store. We'll continue with the NFL talk. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let's uh, let's discuss Razor Technology. Yes, Razor Technology's comprehensive managed service provider solutions deliver constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data-vetted and insight-driven implementation, we strengthen our existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduces security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. We are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Our goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving the overall functioning of our partners and helping them achieve through their business objectives through ongoing synergistic relationships. Give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting the reach with Razor Technology. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how our managed services can protect and enhance your business by calling 866-797-3282. That's 866-797-3282. Or visit us online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. 
Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust. Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years. And the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Yes, it is Monday night. Yes, the Eagles do play tonight. Welcome back in, everybody. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Day. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Three hours of power each and every Monday through Friday, noon Eastern until three. We are now seven hours away from kickoff, but who's counting? All right, NFL talk. We'll continue it. Uh, we just uh, broke uh, just uh, broke everything down kind of with John McMullen from the Eagles game. We'll continue to do so and get into our Eagles predictions in a little bit. But uh, one of the really big storylines, unfortunately, was Trey Lance yesterday, guys. Mm. Goes down pretty early in that game. Uh, compound fracture. Uh, yeah. or it actually wasn't a compound. It was, it was just a fracture of the ankle. He avoided the compound. But uh, we'll have surgery. is done for the year. Um, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, comes in there, and uh, they end up getting the win to the 49ers, and he looks like the best insurance policy you, you could ever possibly have. That was uh, – you know, it, it's it turned out. I don't think it was necessarily by design, um, but for whatever reason, you know, he kind of stuck around there, and now it's it's looking like a monster move for them. The the, the best move the 49ers never made. Yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, and 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 veteran players will never say this openly, but I would bet my year's salary 
that the veteran players are elated that now they didn't want to see Trey get hurt. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. They are elated that Jimmy is back under center because it's uh, Jimmy gave them the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. The veteran players want to win now. They have they went to the NFC Championship game last year. How many teams go to an NFC Championship game and you come back with an untested quarterback the next year? That's a rarity. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So you know these veteran players are happy about this. And sure enough, look at the way Jimmy ran that offense. Look at the throws he made in that offense to get that team uh, past Seattle. Yeah. Um, you hate to see that happen to a young quarterback. I hate to see it happen to any player, especially when you break a bone, man, because that, that's it. You know, that's it for him for this season. Yeah. But now the 49ers organization is breathing a big sigh of relief <laughs> because they don't have to deal with this controversy now. Yeah. Right. I, and they yeah. got him on a cheap, too. They got him yeah. for a lesser yeah. price, too. Right. Uh, but, but I mean, there's familiarity. He knows the system. These guys are comfortable with him. I mean, it really, if you, if you hate to see this happen, but it couldn't be a better setup for, you know, a backup quarterback to roll in there um, and take care of business. Now there's, now it feels like it's all kind of back. I don't say normal, but like the, you're right, right, Derek, there's not the constant looking over your shoulder kind of no, routine no. that we were going to have all season long uh, with San Francisco. So, uh, and they end up winning. So that's, uh, that's really, you know, kind of the bottom line there. So that said, we saw some unbelievable games. The The Cardinals and the Raiders, I mean, the Cardinals looked dead and buried. I mean, just absolutely cooked. They looked like they were just done. And to their credit, and I'm not a big fan of, of the Cardinals, but to their credit, they scrapped and clawed and came back in as dramatic a fashion as you might see in a game. They fought, man, and, and, and to the very end. And then you can see a different demeanor in Murray. Yeah. The way he approached the game. It was crazy how he was running around and, and playing, you know, off schedule. And, that, you know, what? I'm going to tell you the truth. That's the worst quarterback to block for as an offensive lineman. The worst. Because just when you think you have somebody blocked right, they start moving in the direction they're not supposed to be moving in because the quarterback's not where he's supposed to be at. And it's the worst. But sometimes it makes you look like you're the best offensive lineman in the world because a guy will beat you and he gets away. So, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword. But, man, he has a cannon of an arm, man. He's crazy scared. Oh goodness. That's that two point ball he threw in, in that heavy traffic. Some quarterbacks wouldn't have thrown that ball. I mean, I'm talking veteran quarterbacks would not have thrown the ball down that alley like that. There were three dark jerseys standing there in front of AJ Green in the back of the end zone. And he's he basically told AJ to go that way. He told him if you look at the look at the tape, he told him which way to go. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that was funny to me was Cliff Kingsbury came out and said, Basically, what you saw of Kyler Murray, we're drawing up stuff on the sideline. We're just drawing up plays in the dirt for him to play. That one play you talked about earlier, Rob, I looked at it on um, uh, NFL Network. Yeah, we're talking about the two-point conversion with 8.13 left. That's ridiculous. Eighty. How many yards did he cover? He ran 84 yards and, and bought almost 20 seconds of time. That, that's uh, insane. Yeah. Insane. It, I, it, it, for a second, I remember Rant. I remember Donovan in 04. You, you guys probably remember this play where in Dallas, where he scrambled around and eventually hit Freddie Mitchell. He Donovan bought yep. like 14. I think it was crazy, something crazy yep. like that. Yeah, he did. This I was, this I was, was at that game. Yeah, this was right at 20, and they, they calculated all the steps that he took, and it was 84 yards in total. I, I've never seen anything like it. That, that's insane. They, you know, the Raiders were only rushing three guys, and they still couldn't defend it. Yeah. They still can defend it. There were two plays in the drive that led to the two-point conversion that really just just wowed me. One play was before the two-point conversion. 
He goes back to pass. He pirouettes one way, turns the other way. You see a Raider player converging on him, has him dead to rights behind line of scrimmage, at least 10, 15 yards behind line of scrimmage. He ducked under the dude mm-hmm. and rolled out, and I think he threw it away to mm-hmm. keep the series alive. That would have been a huge loss for, for the Cardinals had he taken yeah, that would've. loss. Yes, it would have. And then he comes back and throws that dart down the alley for a two-point conversion. I'm, I'm still sitting here going, how many quarterbacks, maybe an Aaron Rodgers, maybe a Brady, how many quarterbacks, maybe a Russell Wilson, would have yeah. even thrown that down there? You saw way more dark jerseys than you did your own team jerseys. You threw that ball on a frozen rope to the back of the end zone to tie that game up. For a brief moment, I thought A.J. Dream, AJ Green had dropped the ball, you know, especially when it went to slow-mo. You see, the, you see the brown ball close to the ground thinking, they're not going to give him this. Yeah. Sure enough, they gave it to him. Yeah, it was uh... – it was amazing. And, and they're so notorious for like late game and late season collapses that you were saying to yourself, wow, they've kind of flipped the script here. I wonder what that's going to do in terms of a carryover for them. But what a way for the Raiders to lose, man. I mean, you lose on a, a walk-off fumble recovery in overtime where Hunter Renfro is trying to get extra yardage. Like, woof. <laughs> and then, now they're 0-2 in that division? Right, right. Big hit right. by Simmons. Big hit by Simmons to cause yeah. that fumble. Man, what a what a what a, what a how many times? What a great game! Just All you, know, you don't even have there. to be a fan of the teams to enjoy the play of yeah. that game. People want to blame Derek Carr. I mean, the Raiders were up twenty to nothing yep. at halftime. They want to blame Derek Carr. Derek Carr didn't fumble the ball. Hunter Renfro fumbled. Yep. Fumbled the ball. Derek Carr. You know. He wasn't out yeah. there um, Renfro defending either. He wasn't out there defending. You're right. Yeah. No, look, fair enough. It was amazing. So, speaking of comebacks, the Ravens and the Dolphins, this thing, this thing was unbelievable. So, unbelievable. I'll tell you, here's the crazy. Oh, go ahead, Barry. No, just go ahead. Go ahead. You do it. No, no, I was just going to say the craziest thing about that game is if you look at the stats, Lamar Jackson throws for 318, runs for 119, four combined touchdowns. And he's got nothing to show for it after that man. losing the game. Pay Bro, that come man. on, man. And, Pay and, that man. And then hold on. Everybody in the stadium, everybody watching on red zone, everybody watching the game, period. Knew that they want to go to the cheetah. Yep. They knew it. Everybody in the how do you not have somebody on the top? Especially, especially when you got a rookie like that. You tell that rookie, be the deepest. I don't care if you got to turn around and just run. Just just get as far back as you can. Right. And he still gets beat over the top twice. That man wide open. Twice. Wide open. I know the he's, corner, fast. he's not the that one, fast, though. The 60-yard touchdown, the quarterback didn't even play him. He just let him go by him. Now, I know he's thinking he had help over the top, but still, you just turned him – you turned Tyreek Hill loose? Yeah. Down the sideline? It's no. very un-Harbaugh kind of team-esque. You know, and I know they don't have Wink Martindale there anymore, but that was bad. Really and right, and 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 and, and, and Jason, you're right. Marlon Humphreys, he's like, man, I did. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get beat like that. I'm there were two gonna... or three plays that, that that you could like really question effort. Yeah, on some of those yeah. deep shots. It really, on, it looked like, like guys were just kind of like, all right, he's beat. It'll make beat. me look bad. Yeah, it'll make me look bad. I'm not gonna run. Yeah. No, that's not how you do it, man. Yep, that's just that. That was heartless right there. That yeah, was, it was. Yeah, it was heartless. So Tyreek and Waddle go for, you know, over 300 themselves and four TDs. It's just just unreal, man. 361. 361 and four TDs. And and it it looked like the Ravens had it all sewn up. I mean, they did everything right. 
yeah, everything right for the last. But the last eight minutes, I don't know what it was that turned it around for Miami. I don't know what it was, but they just said, you know what? We're going to win this game, period. How about – go ahead, Derek. If you're, if you're a fantasy football player, think about this. Uh, you know, you like fantasy football. You had four pass catchers in this game all exceed 100 yards receiving yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> four players in one game. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I never even ever talk about my fantasy team because it's boring because nobody cares who my fantasy team is. But I only say this anecdotally, okay? So my receivers yesterday, I have Stefan Diggs who goes tonight. He hasn't even played yet. Tyreek Hill got me 37, and Amah Rob St. Brown got me 23. That's a lot of points just from your two receivers, man. Unbelievable. Look, look, St. Brown, man, they just they don't have an answer for him. They didn't have an answer for him. Dude is legit. Yes. What are you doing against the Eagles? Nothing. Is this the same fantasy team you wanted nothing to do with this year? Correct. Sick I wanted nothing football. to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be 2-0 after tonight, but I still want nothing to do with it. That's, that's regardless. Um, so, yeah, crazy game there, right? And Miami, I'll tell you the other thing, Barrett, and you uh, actually were very uh, pro coach here with Mike McDaniel. This dude looks like the mad scientist. This yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's – his mannerisms are kind of strange, but yeah. he really seems like he knows football, man. And, and he looks like a bad scientist. Yeah. He does. He looks it's a unique like... look that he's got. Yeah. I don't he's know like eccentric. On. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah, like, he's eccentric. Right. Yep. He's, 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 he has his own drummer. Yeah. yeah. His drummer in his head is playing his own tune. He doesn't care about anybody else. Nope. He just cares about his tune. Mm-hmm. You know, his tune in his head is, is what it is. Yeah. It's crazy how he's got these guys because they had, at no point did they feel like they were they're out of the game. No. No point. Not in the least. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. That man, Tua, threw six. I'm still not on the Tua bandwagon yet, but I got to give him his props. Six touchdown passes. <laughs> and he, he, threw some, he threw some balls on point. Yeah, he yes. did. That he last did. touchdown to Waddle for the game winner. Yeah. I got to give him his props. Waddle's so good, too. I mean, Tyreek's oh, going to get uh, you know a lot of attention, but, man, Waddle's so good. Jeez. Uh, that was unbelievable. All right, so Doug P and the Jags shut out the Colts 24 to nothing. Uh, you know, a game to forget for Matt Ryan. Yeah, they just handled them. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked good. Uh, that 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 Jaguars defense really showed up. I'm just wondering, man, how bad are the Colts? Is this more a reflection of, hey, the Jags are better than we thought, hung in there the first week with Washington, or Indy's in big trouble? The here, uh, let me throw one more thing at you guys. Sorry to, um, you know, just babbling here. How does Jonathan Taylor get nine carries? I know they were down That's in the game, but you don't you don't abandon him. No, 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 no. Here's a a great line from this game. Matt Ryan was 4-0 against Jacksonville in Atlanta. Yesterday, the Jags beat the Colts in Jacksonville for the eighth consecutive time. (laughs) I don't know how how it happened. That's the eighth straight time Jacksonville has beaten the Colts in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's just amazing, you know, how the football gods align certain things. Um, you're thinking, especially after the way Jacksonville played last week, all right, the Colts are on a mission. You know, they've ticked off about that tie with Houston. Jonathan Gannon is going to run wild in this game, as he did last week with Buck 61. You're right, Ryan. Nine carries for Jonathan? Are you kidding me? I mean, obviously your passing game isn't working and Ryan's not doing it. Hand it off. Hand it's arguably off. the best running back in football. He would have had, had double-digit carries in the first two series. Yeah. I'm telling you. I don't understand that at all. It, it, things things aren't going well for Frank Reich. 
No, like, not at all. Or their GM. I could, I could, if, I could definitely see this being his last year, Frank Wright's last year, especially with how their owner is. I mean, he's a nutcase in himself. He's cell. out there. Yep. And he'd be like, "Look, I, I, I'm not paying for this. You got to go, bro." Yeah. It's like he got rid of Carson. He could probably say that about his um his, his head coach. Nothing. And the GM. Me. Yeah. Like, what if what what have you brought me and I'm paying this guy all this money? Took him from trading him from um from 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 Atlanta, Atlanta and yeah. now this is what I got two. Two quarterbacks that you brought here are not doing anything. Well, that right, Barrett. You vouched for the other guy last year, and that yeah. blew up in everybody's <laughs> face. And now we get Matt Ryan, and it, it's looking worse. It looks worse than it looked with Carson. Oh man, it's it's, it's ridiculous. I didn't see that coming. That, that, no, that Indy would fall off a cliff. That, you know, the last two years. Uh, but hey, good work at Peterson. I saw the players gave him the game ball, and that was cool uh, for him. I think he's in a he's in a good place there to, to be able to develop Lawrence. You know the 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 owners willing to 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 you know try and upgrade this team. So far, uh, Christian Kirk's been a good signing for him. He's he's been played well. So good for hey, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, twenty five out of thirty. You know he only threw for two thirty five, but no turnovers. And he hit Lawrence. You know you're right. Christian Kirk earned his money yesterday. Mm-hmm. Two touchdown catches. You know, I and, and I and I'm not surprised. I knew Doug. Once he got a feel for Trevor and Tre- Trevor got comfortable with him, we're going to see a different Trevor Lawrence running at Jacksonville offense down right. there. And sure enough, we saw samples of it yesterday. Yeah, he's getting them turned around. That's for sure. All right, so the Patriots beat the Steelers. The Pats needed a uh, needed a win after that ugly one in week one when they lost to the Dolphins. Uh, 17-14 game. Mac Jones did play. Nelson Aguilar made a great catch. Oh, man, he, this- lost, he lost somebody. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, he went up there and got it, man. Oh. And, I, and I was just – like two plays before, I was talking about him too. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to my uh talking to my boy and like, look, man, I mean, they got Nelson Aguilar and they got um the Green Goblin on the Saints. So he's like, what? Right. He's over there like, yeah, Jalen Mills is over there too. He's like, oh man. He said, and at this point, you know, I mean, I haven't seen as soon as I said, man, I haven't seen Nelson Aguilar do anything for him, but yeah, he's over there. And then a play later, two plays later, he does yep. that. I yep. said, Oh, there go that man right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there he is. Absolutely. Yeah. Deboing people. Yeah. Deboing people. Big time catch. Big time catch. Um, so they get the win. We mentioned we, in briefing, briefly in passing. So Denver yesterday, it looked like they were on their way to lose again to the Texans. They end up coming back and winning. But, I, I mean, really unimpressive. I, I, I get it. It's hard to win in the NFL. I, I, I understand that. But 13 penalties, 100 yards, more time management issues. You, you know, Russell Wilson, at least really early, looked awful. Uh, to their credit, they scrapped together and they got the win. But I, man, Denver looks like the worst team in that division by uh, by a yes. pretty good distance. Absolutely, absolutely. As they, they don't look like they look nowhere near as dominant as I thought they were going to be with the receivers that he has, the uh, running backs that he has, and the defense that he has. I mean, nobody's playing up to expectations. So I don't know. Denver has twenty five penalties in two games. Woof. What? 25 penalties. I didn't know that. Games. See, there, there it is right yeah. there. there. They had uh, thir- 13 yesterday, 12 against Seattle. Yep, so t- 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 uh, 25 in two games. That offense is not cl- – there's way too much firepower in, in that offense for that offense. Yes. What did they score against Seattle? 16 points? What, yep. what did they score? Something like that, yeah. And then they lost. scored 16 again yesterday, and it took two Russell Wilson fourth-quarter touchdown. They were losing to Houston 9-6. <laughs> Are you serious? I know. I know it has not looked, it's not been a good uh, start for Nathaniel Hackett has not been a good debut thus far for, uh, 
for Russell Wilson uh, out there. That's for sure. Uh, oh, no, the they Ram- scored 15. They scored 15. 15. The, oh, uh, the, okay. the Rams hold off the Falcons. The, you know, that got way too close for comfort. That should have just been a runaway. And Atlanta made that a game. But the Rams survive, and they needed it. Now they're one and one um, out there in the uh, in the West. You know, beyond that, uh, as we mentioned, the Jets unbelievable comeback. Uh, and I know it was the Browns, but so what? I mean, you were down big, and that thing looked all but over. Yep. Flacco drops a four spot in terms of touchdowns. That's right. And Garrett Wilson eight catches, one hundred two yards, and two touchdowns. Bro, that, De- I mean, Delaware's fine. Yeah, two touchdowns in in the last two minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. They did an onside kick. They 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 did everything they had to do, man. Did they score two touchdowns in sixty seconds? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was slinging it, man. See, and yeah. I, I, mean, I, I thought Flacco's always been a good quarterback. He's just old now. Hey, Flacco's holding receipts too. Just so you two know, he's holding yeah, receipts. I know. Just, yeah. I'm just letting you know now. You I'm telling are... you, Robert Sala should have worked. Would just walk to the podium like holding up yeah. little, little pieces of paper. <laughs> Dude, I think right. I, I think it it's so, so great. I think it's so far from the realm of reality. But if somehow, some way, the Jets found a way to make the playoffs, I want to see Robert Sala at the podium the day the Jets clinched officially clinched a playoff spot. And I want you. to see what he says that day. I'm with you. Oh and my you, goodness! And you and you. Oh that, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I remember what you wrote on, yeah. on uh, right. September 3rd. Right. Joe, yeah. Joe right. Ed, Bill, remember what you guys wrote? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm Barrett, these uh, yeah, Barrett. Barrett, um, uh, Rob, remember uh, Rob, what you guys said? Remember what you guys said on Sports right. Take that, that yep. Tuesday? I'm, I'm cashing in. <laughs> Pretty funny. So, all right, tonight, uh, the, the first end of the doubleheader, which is like the appetizer for us here, uh, is the, uh, the Titans and the Bills. And it's a big spread, guys. It's like, uh, last I checked, it was 10 uh 10 10 and a half here so you got it you got a big bills yes wow yeah yeah it's uh it's 10 it's 10 and 47 and a half for the titans and the bills the bills are favored by 10 it's at home you know this is a titans team that won 12 games last year but they're coming off a loss to the giants and the bills are coming off that impressive win over the rams so that's you know certainly a factor in this thing um i i think tennessee keeps it close i don't think they get run out of the building tonight nope well, yeah. here's what's interesting. Uh, from what I've read, uh, Titans are uh, activating Josh Gordon tonight. Okay. Is that, if, if that's what I'm hearing correctly. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where did, where did I see that? I, I thought I saw it on Adam Schefter that Josh Gordon was being elevated tonight to uh, active duty, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean. I'll see if I can find it. But Okay. He's 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 – he could have been the best receiver we've seen in a long time, man. He really could have, man, because I, I had so many high hopes. Of him. He left Baylor. He was no doubt one of the most deadliest weapons you could put out on the field. No question. I mean, size, speed, strength, uh, football savviness. He just couldn't stop smoking weed, man. Yeah. Hey, you it know just, what? Sometimes you can't give up that puff, puff pass, man. You, you just yeah. you got to do what you do, bro. You know, he's yeah, it'll be interesting if he's got anything left in the tank. I mean, it's, it's, it's he's not certainly he's going to be pretty fresh. He hasn't, you know, he doesn't have the wear and tear on him. You know, yep. that's for sure. Oh, here it is. Tom Pelissero. Titans are elevating wide receiver Josh Gordon from the practice squad for tonight's game against the Bills, according to his agent, Zach Hiller. Well, there here's the way I look at that. Um, you know, you let A.J. Brown walk. And you don't have a ton of firepower no. other than, you know, Derrick Henry, obviously. Right. But you're, I'm talking about your receivers. Uh, take a shot, man. 
Give Why me a not? chance. Why not? Yeah. Absolutely. He may be a gym. He may be a diamond in the rough for you. You don't no know. Question. Yeah. He's so no hungry question. to play now. How many teams has he bounced around to in his career? This this is this, this is a swan a song. This is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I mean, know, he spent a knows? lot of time. Yeah, he spent a lot of time with um Big Red and them, and, and yeah, really we didn't. Could, we could be talking up, about man. him tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. we could. Um, yeah, I, I, I it's going to be weird. The, so the t- the time lapse, the early game is what seven fifteen, and then the Eagles are eight thirty. Yeah, is the way it works. So it's going to be tough to keep an eye on what happens that game. You know, later uh, for a lot of us. Um, as we're getting as we're getting prepared for uh, for our various shows, uh, it's I, I do wish I'm, I'm with John. Like I wish it was like a seven o'clock and a 10, 10 15 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You just spread it out that way. Would you would if the that. Eagles were the early game? Would you stay up and watch the entire late game? Because I know you like to be in bed about eleven o'clock. <laughs> I'm in bed, but I'm still watching stuff. But um, okay. right. I would. I here's what I would do, Gunner. I would try my hardest to stay up for it, but I can't make any promises that I would. I'd be able to finish the game out. If I'm t- being uh, totally honest. Oh, you know I would. I'd be. Oh, I don't doubt it. You, you would, and then you'd stay up and watch all the post game stuff too. You're, exactly. You're right. You know. Yeah. Speaking of post game stuff. <laughs> Uh, after this segment, you guys, got I, I, got, I got to buy out. I'm heading over to Atlantic City. I got a nice two-hour drive in front of me now. Okay. We have the pregame show uh, coming up at 6.30 to 7.30. Mark Farzetta, Seth Joyner, and myself. And, of course, the big postgame show right after the Eagles uh, game is all said and done. Mike Missinelli, Seth, Devin Caney, myself. Uh, and, hey, tomorrow night, gun on one with the man himself, Brian Westbrook. Ooh, okay. So, hey, Brian will break down everything he's seeing from tonight's game. So, I'm a busy man, and I got to haul back tomorrow morning to get back uh, for the show at noon. So, yes, sir. All right. Well, have fun, Gunner. Safe Thank travels, you, man. man. We're looking forward to seeing you a little bit later. Thanks, yep. man. All right, man. You All right. Take D-Gun, care. hopping off. So, Barrett, you and I keep it rolling, man. We come back. We're going to get into individual player predictions for the game tonight. Jalen yep. Hurts, uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, Vikings players, Cousins, Jefferson, Rager, Rager, Thielen, uh, Cook. <laughs> Defensive sacks, all that good stuff. We'll continue with the Eagles-Vikings discussion and get you set for the game tonight. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday. Let's talk a little Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So, if you have any types of issues with your trees or or bushes on your in your yard, on your property, on your grounds, if you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts trimming all types of trees and serve southeastern PA, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, storm and hurricane season is upon us. Now is a great time to have your trees evaluated. They may be a little bit older. Some branches hanging. You might want to get that cleaned up before you have a bigger problem on your hands. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call right now at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. 
go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Yeah, we're back. It is the two o'clock hour, hour number three of the program. Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Derek on the road to get down to Atlantic City to Ocean Casino to do uh, the pregame and the postgame tonight for Jacob Sports. But we're talking Eagles and we're, ta- we're kind of jumping around the NFL as well as it was. I know, Barrett, I think sometimes you, you just say things to say, oh, what a what a great week we had. That was really a crazy day yesterday in the NFL. I mean, like I said, you know, earlier on. Well, I texted you earlier on yesterday. Yeah. I cannot believe, I, I, you know, I, it was amazing how everything went during uh, yesterday, man. I mean, everything just worked out that, you know, that that the red zone was just must-watch TV yesterday. Yeah, Must-watch. You could, you would miss it if you weren't watching uh, the red zone. Everything would be missed. The the league does not disappoint. It just Undefeated, doesn't. man. The NFL is undefeated, yeah. bro. It's undefeated. It really is. Uh, unbelievable. All right. So looking ahead to tonight with the Eagles, um, let's get into some player predictions. Let's start with Jalen Hurts. Um, I'll start with this. Give me rushing attempts and rushing yards that you think he finishes with. Attempts and yards. We know last week there was a 17 of them. It was a lot. 
How many attempts? How many yards? 10, 11 attempts, right around 10 or 11. I love that number. Love it. And then um, I'm I'm saying right around anywhere from 45 to 46 yards is where I'm going to put them. You know, um, no, I'm I'm sorry, not 46. Go uh, higher. Yeah, like 56. You say that's a pretty low average, like 4.6 yards per carry. So we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about, you know, 45 to, I mean, 55 to 56. You know, just hovering no more than 60, but no less than 55. Put it right there. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. I think that's healthy because if you're running for first downs then or you're running down in the red zone, and I think that'll be perfect for him. I think he's going to be up in passing yards. I think he's going to be sitting right around 260 mm-hmm. in passing yards because he's going to have to pass on this defense a little bit. And, uh, you know, because the run is going to be so successful for him. And just like, you know, McMillan said, I think they're just going to hand it off and, and you know, not joke around or, or play around or try to disguise anything. This good old-fashioned hard nose, you know, put the ball in Miles Sanders' belly and, and let him run for it. Mm-hmm. You know, have the offensive line, you know, make their money this week. That's the way they'll beat this team. Don't get fancy. Don't The, the trick play, we don't need any of that. We right. just need some hard nose, good old-fashioned, three yards in a cloud of dust football. Okay. All right. I, I like those numbers. I, I like the, you know, right around 10, I think is perfect for him. You're not exposing him to as much, uh, you know, as, as you, as we've seen before. Yeah. I think that's a good number. Um, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go nine for 60. Great rushing. number. Yep. Great nine number. for 60, including one rushing touchdown. I think he, he, he sneaks one in himself yep. uh, today. Let's go passing. Let's go passing. Let's go. Uh, how many attempts? How many yards for mm. Jalen? And does he does he uh, have a touchdown tonight? It's gonna or, be up there. I, I'm seeing right around uh, 24, anywhere from 22 to 24 attempts. Okay, and he gets right around 18, and we're so, we're talking about about 250, 260. You know, what I'm saying that's pretty Garth good. Hazard. Yeah, that's a good that's a good all around game. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna he's gonna have to have a good all around game. To beat this Minnesota team. Oh, look, there's no question. He is going to have to come out there and and play well. And I, let me just stay on that for a minute. I'll give you my prediction. Do you believe the offensive line will look more like what we were accustomed, what we thought it was going to look like this year? Absolutely. What it it looked like last year as opposed to last week? You're going to see a totally different offensive line, totally different from what you saw before. A more controlling offensive line dictating what they want to do and not necessarily what Minnesota wants them to do. Uh, I think they move some guys around. Uh, it's imperative that we we win the, the time of possession. This offense has to stay on the field to keep Kirk Cousins and those guys off the field. Mm-hmm. They've got to run the ball consistently. They got to control the cock. You know, just 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 have a well balanced game, a well balanced game. Because if we're saying that, you know, that that Hertz is going to have anywhere from ten to eleven, nine, ten to eleven. Um, carries that means that he's going to have the running backs just at least one running back has to be double that right has to be double that so you know that's that's why i'm saying a a very very consistent type of offense staying on time um making minnesota play catch up you know when you make her cousins play catch up he tends to make mistakes then yeah so that's why I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Very, very consistent. 
I I think he goes 19 for 28. I think he's uh, in like the 240 range. And Devontae gets one tonight. I think Devontae will get a touchdown catch tonight. So I think Devontae gets one and Dallas Goddard gets one. A.J. Brown has a big game, which we'll get to in a minute. But I think Goddard and and Devontae are on the receiving end of touchdown passes tonight. That's good money there. That's good money there. Yeah. You know, getting him going, you know, that's why I'm saying he's going to have, you know, at least, at the very least, um, anywhere from 19 to 20 receptions. I do think early – and look, I don't – if it's not there, they're not going to try and force feed it. But I think early they're going to run some stuff for Devontae to get him going. I, I do believe yep. that they're going to have to. Yep. Yeah. You're right. All right. So let's, let's move over then to AJ Brown. We know he had the what 10 for a buck 55, whatever it was last week, uh, had the monster debut in an Eagles uniform. Viking secondary scare you, uh, not scare you, or is this another, is this another big day for, for AJ? This is a dream made in heaven for me, you know, having this, this secondary. Okay. I love what they're going to be able to do against the secondary. I mean, Patrick Peterson's, you know, he's he's one of the best to ever played the position, but he's not what he used to be. He's not the guy that left LSU that went to the Cardinals and played yeah. at that level. There's some mileage there. Yeah, so I think anybody he lines up against, whether it's Smitty or whether it's Brown, they're going to take advantage of him. Do so you uh, think he's going to have a big night? Oh, huge night. How many how many catches, how many yards? I'm, I'm saying right around 95 to 100. Okay. Right in the area right there. Now he's not going to be over 100. He's going to be right around that 98 yards reception. And then you're going to have Devontae's be right around the same thing, anywhere from 89 to 90 yards. So a little bit lower on the AJN because they're going to run the ball more because other guys are going to get touches more? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. And I told you, we're only going to throw for for 250 yards. All right. I Look, I, I think AJ has like a 6 for – uh, 80 kind of night, and, and mm-hmm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not you're not going to be saying, "Oh my God, they contend." No, like he had a, he had some big plays uh, during that. Absolutely. It spoiled the first week. All right, yes. Devonte, Devonte, let's go catch his yards. Devonte has eight receptions for like 85, almost 90 yards. So right around, um, right around 88, 89 yards. That's a nice season. bounce back from yep. from week one. And he has like. Like seven, seven or eight catches, seven or eight catches. Okay, I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I think he gets at least six. I think uh, they're going to get it. I think he catches a couple early, and that gets him off. I also think the Vikings are going to be so hyper focused on AJ Brown because of what he did last week that I think Devontae is going to be singled up, and De- Devontae singled up should win a lot of matchups in the yes, NFL. he should, yes, he should. And uh, versus their corners, I think you have a pretty good day. You know, Danzler is okay, um, but I, I don't think he can cover. One on one against Smitty, mm-hmm. you know. I think you know that's 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 it's, that's way more than he's capable of, of, of covering, you know. And and because of that, it's going to open it up. But then, you know, you're going to get a guy like, um, you're going to got get a guy in the slot, like either I mean either Pascal Quez, or, yeah, Quez, or Quez or Pascal, that's going to give you right around fifty yards. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. You know, you got Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard's going to be right around 50 yards also. For me, that's, you know, that's well, that's almost 300 yards passing. Well, think about last week. I mean, Goddard only catches three, three. But, but it was for 60, 60 yards. 60 yards, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So you, mm. yeah, you you figure that's why I just don't think the on most weeks the volume of catches are going to be real super high on these guys other yep. than last week with AJ just because there's too many good players. Too many uh, good players. Spread yeah. that wealth around. All right, so Miles Sanders last week against Detroit, he ends up going 13 rushes, 96 yards. That's 7.6 yards per rush. Uh, did get in the end zone. Remember, he didn't score a, a touchdown last year. Got yeah, in the end zone. Uh, I know you feel like he's going to be a, a big part of this thing this week. Yeah, over 100 yards, you know, right around 120. Um, this this is this is going to be a game that they're going to they're going to rely on him a lot. He's going to come up and, and, and to him it's going to be personal. You know, Dalvin Cook versus him. Mm. So he's going to take it kind of personal and you know, that's why I think he's going to and he's going to have right around 18 carries also. He's going to be their workhorse. You know, they're not going to get guys in and out like they used to it's not going to be as much boston scott no. and uh and and Gainwell. no not as much at all okay all right interesting yeah i'm with like i think he uh i think that he's going to be the key to this thing i think he's going to have a big game and i think the yeah. other side of it it's going to be dalvin cook uh how much you can contain him but exactly exactly i, th- I think sanders is going to be really good tonight all right does uh what's goddard get in your estimation that's what I'm saying. He's got to be right around 45 to 50. 45 yards. to 50. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's go to the, let's go to the um, Viking side of this thing. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the guy who puts numbers up, man. Yeah, right around 300, man. Yeah, three bills. Okay. No, you know what? I'm gonna say 250. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sell him short this time. He goes 250, and he goes 250 because, you know, Jefferson might have 100 yards. So Kirk Cousins might have 100 yards in Justin Jefferson. I think Adam Thielen gets around 50. And uh, I think that um, Irv Smith gets around about Tight end. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Irv Smith, the tight end, about 250. Okay. So uh, 50. So we're right around 250, 250 yards. Run run that through me again. Jefferson, Thielen, get what? One more time. Jefferson and Thielen, if they go combined, they combine for about 150. Okay. And then I, would, add, I think any Eagles fan would sign up right now for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 150. And then you have Irv Smith around 30 yards, around with uh, KJ Osborne about 30 yards. Okay. Rager, does he get a catch? And if he does, how many? And minus what is his two. Punt, re- punt return average? Minus two. Combined. Minus two. Combined. He gets a catch, tries to go try to dump a little speed screen to him, oh, and he gets God. tackled for a loss. Oh. Then he might catch one for five yards, and then he throw another speed screen to him, and he gets tackled for a loss. So it's going to be negative two instead of positive. Wow. All right. Uh, punt return average. Mm. Uh, total yards, 12 yards total. Okay. And they're going to punt a lot. They're going to have like six punts. He gets 12 yards total. Okay. All right. Not not a big night for uh for for Rager. Um we already went through Justin. Yeah, yeah, we know what Justin Jefferson could do. All right, Eagles sack totals. How many will the Eagles get? They had a that one kind of sack on on Sunday with the bad snap. How many do they go for? Hmm. This see, this is where, you know, it's not necessarily sacks that, you know, they're gonna necessarily win the yeah, day. It could be it could be it hurries, pressures. Could be yeah, hurries and pressures and hits are what's gonna determine a day. I, I think they get three on Kurt Cousins. Three. Ooh. Three sacks on them. Uh Hassan Reddick gets his first sack in Eagle Green. Uh Hargrave gets a sack. And then BG gets a sack. 
Sweat still is out. No sacks. I like that Reddick is is involved. So you think that they're going to figure out ways to make him more impactful tonight yes. than he was last week? Absolutely, absolutely. I think he's going to take it upon himself to be more impactful. Okay. He, you know, he's it's, it's first time in front of his family. The crowd's going to be there. Yeah. You know, first yeah, time South Jersey guy. See him. Yep. People may yep. not know. Yep. All right. All right. I think that's fascinating. And, and and of course, we remember the last time the Vikings stepped on this field. That was the NFC Championship game of the 2017-18 season. Right, 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 right. Do you, re- you remember the Vikings score first? And we thought we were in trouble. Yeah. Because they did it pretty damn easy, too. They well, did it easy. Think about this. You're coming off an Atlanta game that you you squeaked by. Right, and well, the last you know, the, pass was in the air to Julio Jones, and oh. Jalen Mills versus Julio Jones. Yeah, and Julio just jumped too early. I know, right? He jumped and, too early. And this and, is before Foles started really kind of catching that that that, exactly. that wind, that breeze, exactly. man, taking off. We had lost the remember we had lost the game before, right, to Dallas, didn't we? Yeah, that was. I mean, but like that was that, everything was wrapped up at that. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. I mean, he. So Foles survived. Remember the the one should have been an interception. It goes off Keanu Neal's knee. He kicks like, it up in the air. Yeah, like there were a lot of things that, that could have gone the other way on that. So the Eagles survive Atlanta, and then but so you're still not sure about Foles. So you're kind of saying to yourself, I don't know. And then they score early, and you're thinking, not another defeat in an NFC Championship game on home turf. That's exactly what everybody was thinking. <laughs> we forget Absolutely. about all of that right now. Absolutely. Now it's all gone. Here we but go the, again. It all gets started. Chris Long gets pressure, hits Case Keenum's arm. Patrick Robinson picks it off and and has an unbelievable return yep. to, to take it to the house. Oh, great! Was that great block? Well, Jalen Mills got blocked into or got knocked into. Almost got his block knocked. Who was that? No one. It wasn't Jalen Mills. Who was the? Was it Darby? Got rocked. Yeah, I don't think it was Darby. Yeah, I forget who it was, <laughs> but it was that. And then all of a sudden, man, it was like someone turned the the faucet, and it was it was on after that. You remember that? Remember the way Foles was dealing in that game? Oh, I mean, man. he was throwing like deep balls that were just just perfect. The, the one to Alshon, Alshon, one to Tory Smith, yeah, Tory Smith, was like a exactly. three flicker, yep, right? Yep. I, yep. I mean, there was all kinds of stuff. It was Ronald Darby, yeah, according to thank you everybody in the chat, yep. appreciate it. Eagles fan and Jay, Darby, thank got, you. He went uh, for the block and he got knocked out on the bottom. They they lit him up on the block, but he still made the block. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's all that matters. And then it was the very rare uh, in Eagles history kind of game where you can just put your feet up and chill yep. at the end. Like the whole yep. fourth quarter was just, this is done. It's over. You got guys on the sideline wearing the dog mask. Yeah. It was just it was just one of those days, like, I can't believe it. And, and from that point on, I'm like, these guys are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's something special here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is something yeah. special. I got to tell you, I don't know, right? Well, you know, back to present day. I, I don't, I really go into this game and I kind of just, you know, where I'm at with this season, it's only one game, mind you. And there's, there's a long time to go here, but I, I don't have a feel for the identity. Like, I don't, what are the Eagles right now? Are the they Eagles a are- running team? Are they a passing team? Are they, is it, John McMullen says it's all about Jalen Hurts just making plays. Uh, are they a defensive team? Are they a team that gets to the quarterback? Do they create turnovers? Are they great against the run? I, I don't know if I can say any of the above right now. Uh, and, that, and that's the tricky part because you don't know, because we don't know. 
I mean, this could be this could be a team that passes the ball better than they run the ball, for all we know. And Jalen Hurts might have a, you know, a great day passing the ball, and that becomes their identity. At this point, we don't know. You know, we we didn't do anything to really gain our identity in the first game, and you know, it took us to the eighth game to figure out that we ran the ball consistently. That's true. So, I I, I know I know we always had that in our hip pocket. We can run the ball on anybody. Under any circumstances, we could control the line of scrimmage and run the ball consistently. But do they want to do that? That's the problem. You know, I don't think that they want to do that. Right. I don't think they want to do that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think that I wonder what the mindset is with this. They really include Howie in it. So it's like front office, Nick uh, Steichen. If the mindset is from them, yeah, we won last week, but it was, you know, Jalen kind of running around making plays. We don't want to be that kind of offense. Are they going to like force feed throwing the ball tonight? Where Barrett, I think they can kill the Vikings on the ground. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. They can, they can absolutely kill them because all their, they have pass rushing specialists, you know, like uh, Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter's a pass rusher. Right. Uh, you got, you know, you got Zadarius Smith. He's mm-hmm. a pass rushing guy. Yeah. They don't necessarily, you know, they, they can go out there and, and 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end, and just run the ball on them because they're going to put their nickel in. Mm-hmm. And that means you're going to have um, you have Smith out there, Zadarius Smith yep. on one side, Hunter on the other side, and you can run on those guys all day. Yep. All day long. And that's what, that's what they need to do. You got small guys that are kind of loose. Eric Hint, uh, Hint, Kendricks and Jordan Hicks are kind of elusive blockers, but they take themselves out of game a lot of plays because they try to run up underneath blocks. And that's just what you need with a player like Miles Sanders who can cut off those blocks mm-hmm. and take it to the house. He's a we forget that he's a an impact type of player, that he can take it to the house. He has that ability. Yeah. So I can I can see this being a game where you know he takes over and they we need him to take over. We absolutely need him to take over. Yeah, keep them off the field. I keep saying exactly, you exactly. Know, I, you know, time of possession, man. Yeah, this is a time of possession type of game. So what you're going to be dealing with on the other side is Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne, Irv Smith Sr. I mean, that's a that's a formidable, you know, weaponry right there that they have. And then absolutely. they have Darisol at one tackle, Brian O'Neill, who's a Delaware kid, at another tackle. Ezra Cleveland, Ed Ingram are the guards, and Brad Garrett Bradbury is the guy. We had John McMullen on a little bit earlier. Who he feels like they need to attack that guy. Yes, they say he's unfulfilled, Center. and now he, unfulfilled is a guy that they drafted in the first round back in nineteen. Uh, I mean, uh, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So, I mean, they do have their offense could could go off, you know. So KJ Osborne, you know, what was he a Penn State guy? No. What did he go no. to school at? Yeah, KJ Osborne was a Miami guy. A Miami, that's right. Miami guy. Yep, that's right. Osborne, Miami guy. Fifth rounder. Yeah, he yep. fifth round. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, certainly a lot of potential there. That's for sure. Look, I, I I'll get back to this. Your stars have to play like stars, and and I know some people may not feel like Fletcher Cox is a star anymore, but he's being paid like one. He's got to show up. Hargrave's got to show up, and then I think everything else takes care of itself. Your interior guys need to show up. I think that's going to open things up for Brandon Graham. I think it's going to open things up for Hassan Reddick on the outside sweat potentially. I, I think that's where everything changes if they get a strong push in the middle. And, and, and by the way, we, you know, we haven't even talked about Barrett. This is one I should throw in there with the predictions. Snaps for Jordan Davis. 
off top, he should be in the game. He, in fact, they might should they might should start him either in the fifty front or either start him for Fletcher or or, or Hargrave, one of the two. Mm-hmm. But he must start the game. Get him off early. Make him a a a, a presence early. They've got to do that, man. They've got to make it happen. They have too many, too many times where they haven't been able to, to, to stop the run in the beginning of the game. Right. Why not just start them and you know get it all over with? Yeah, I'm with you. Look, I, I think that it's it's to me. I think we're going to start finding out if he's if he's doing well when he's in there, but still not getting a lot of snaps. That they feel like he's not conditioned well enough. Yes. Yes. But. Exactly. Yep. How else do you get him conditioned than playing him? Yep, exactly. So that's exactly. what I, I, I'm going to be curious to see how they allot, you know, his snaps and those kind of things. Because Jordan Davis could be a big piece of this thing uh, tonight, that's for sure. As far as the linebacking crew, you know, Kaiser White, TJ Edwards, you know, and you with Reddick in there, whatever you consider him. That was, a, they, they were, I thought Kaiser was okay, but they were pretty quiet. Yep. You know, for the most part, last week They're, they need to show up here tonight. I we're not we're not necessarily used to having impact type of linebackers, but we have impact linebackers, man. I know. You know I, I like Kazir White, his ability to go out there and play. He I mean, he's just like he's just like a Kendrick uh, Kendrick's type of guy that can go out there and he can run. He could he could play in coverage. You know, he can blitz. Mm-hmm. You got T.J. Edwards. You know, best matchup in the game: T.J. Edwards versus Dalvin Cook. Can he stop Dalvin Cook? You know, put he should say, hey, put it on my back. Right. I got him. It's almost mm-hmm. like I got a man to man. I'm gonna stop Dalvin Cook by myself. You gotta have that type of attitude, man. I've had that's what I had. I had I had guys when I played, especially when I played for the Steelers. Yeah, that's Larry Foote said, look, I know the best running. I'm gonna make sure he is null and void this game. Right. He gets nothing. And and you have to have that type of attitude, those type of attitude type of players. Who is that guy? I mean, I who is that guy on that side of the ball? Uh, is it I, BG? BG? No, I, you know it has it has to be somebody like either Fletcher or, or Hargrave, but they're neither one of them. You know, they're not that guy though. Yeah, they're they're not. They're not. And I, I don't think TJ's established enough to be nope. super vocal. Kaiser White just got here. Hassan Reddick just got here. I mean, he, Slay. I, I you know what Slay is that guy. Slay yeah, is that Slay's guy. That guy. But I'm gonna say Hassan Reddick will become that guy today. Okay, he will become that guy today. He'll he'll be he'll have one of those days that all right. Look at me. Look how good I am. I'm making it happen. And I think this is where this is gonna be his coming out party. Walk this me through. I, we touched on this last week, but I'm I'm looking at how you sort of pace yourself if you're a player on a day like this. Are you trying to sleep in a little bit longer? Are you, you trying to just watch movies and not overthink the game too much? Like, what are you doing when you don't play until eight thirty tonight? And, That's and the worst. It's the worst, man, because they, they they only you have a morning meeting, just a morning meeting, and then you know you'd be done for the rest of the day. You're waiting, you know, you're sitting around. It's the worst, man, because all you're doing is anticipating the game. You're waiting. I mean, you're sitting there. You're bored. You want to go do something, you know what I'm saying? But you gotta rest your legs. You gotta make sure you're cool. You try not to sleep too much because you'll be groggy all day, man. Those are the type of things that go through your head. You know, one time I I got too much sleep. Uh, I messed around and slept, and I felt groggy in the game. You know, that's what I mean? the worst when you get the nap yeah. and you feel like you feel almost feel worse than when you took the exactly. You, exactly. you feel yeah. more tired then. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you know, you don't want to be, but you want to be just aware because it's a late night too. 
Yeah, it is. So you, you can't be all tired either because, you know, once you get into that third quarter, that fourth quarter, and it's around 930 at night and your body starts trying to shut down on you, you got to be able to pick yourself up. You know, we used to take ginseng. <laughs> we called right. them ginseng yeah. and we had these things called goodies. Goodies are these little aspirin packs, man, goodies. Okay. And they had caffeine in them. They're right. for they're actually they're we're actually made for people with migraines. Okay. So we used to take goodies and put them in Coke. What is this? Is, I can't is that believe... stuff? St- is it, can you still do that, or was that? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you can grab you it's goodies. It's a it's a powder. It's a okay. powder, a powder aspirin with caffeine in it, and we take it and we put it in. You know, pour half the soda. I mean, I may need some goodies before our show tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you got the benefits of your body not hurting because you got the aspirin in there. But right. you had the caffeine in it, and you put it inside the soda, and the soda would kind of, you know, you'd have the caffeine from the soda. Yeah, that would jack that. you up even more, yeah. Bro, I, 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 that's like I'm killing myself, man, doing stuff. But that's what I did for games, man. Yeah. I, you know, halftime, that's what I have. I put two goodies in there. You know, I poured half the soda out, put it in that soda, shake it up, and it's it's foaming. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, all kind of, you know. Oh, and then you drink that, and bam, you right back, ready to go. Ready Good luck go sleeping after the game, right. too, after, after all that going on. Um, so we do get, you know, the the A team here. We get Joe Buck, we get Troy Aikman, we get. And Lisa I like Smelters. them. I like them. I yeah, like them. I, me too. I, me I, too. I, I'm a fan. I know everybody, you know, likes to dump on Joe Buck. I think Joe Buck's really good. So yep. you know, that show that's a little respect. I mean, think about it. The the Bills and the Titans. Not, nothing, no disrespect to the, it's, it's, uh, Levy and, uh, Lewis Riddick, who I think is awesome. Yep, and yep. Dan Orlovsky and, and, uh, Laura Rutledge. But, you know, that's a bit of a, a compliment to the Eagles that they're getting the, the quote unquote number one team yep, with those yep, guys. Yep. It's going to be a game, man. Even with them, Buffalo being the, 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 the pregame, we're still drawing the number one, yeah, you know, crew. Absolutely. Which is kind of crazy. You know what yeah, I mean? It is. But this is going to be a great game, man. Knock them out, drag them out. Um, you know, I, I'm a lot of people are now kind of hesitant, like, oh no, you know, the, the, you know, Minnesota, they just be so what? what you know, when you looked at the schedule, you saw this as a win, mm-hmm. and I'm still thinking this is a win, man. I'm still okay. thinking it's a win. I'm, 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 I'm faithful in, in, in my assessment that these guys are going to win, they're going to beat them up pretty good. All right, so we'll dive into that when we get back a little bit more. We'll give our predictions at the very end of the show, but Barrett, we'll come back. We'll do a little Phillies. We'll mix in a little Temple Owls, the game that you called this weekend against Rutgers. Uh, Birthdays, movies released on this day, all kinds of stuff in store for the final segment. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey. 
official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Tonight, 8.30 kickoff, Lincoln Financial Field. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks. Derek is on his way to Ocean Casino Resort where he will be uh, co-hosting the pregame show as well as the postgame show tonight on Jacob Sports YouTube Network. So you want to check that out. All right, Barrett. uh, First off, we'll get to the Phillies in a second, but I know you called the Temple game this past weekend. I had my doubts. I will be the first one to admit. I didn't think it'd be all that close. <laughs> and Barrett, I love Barrett. Like uh, Barrett's texted me during the game. See, bro, I told you. And I'm like, you're right, dude. You are right. So Temple hung with them and took an early lead. Uh, give, give me your um, review, A, of the team, but also how did uh, how did EJ Warner play, the, the son of Kurt Warner, who was a true freshman who got the start? For he played well. I mean, you, you could tell he's still a rookie, but you know, a, a freshman, but, you know, he, he played well for the most part. Um, you know, they were asking to do, they were asking him to do a lot. And to his credit, he stepped up. You know, the reason why, the reason why they got up, they, they, they were actually, when you look at the game, um, Rutgers really didn't score a touchdown. Hmm. The defense scored. He threw a pick, but it was one of those t- picks where, you know, he, he was trying to dump a little screen playoff and the guy tipped in a cornerback, you know, Slot course, he's actually a safety. Slot safety, he tipped it in the air to himself, and then he caught it, ran it in for like a forty-yard touchdown. Um, but besides that, he played pretty consistent, played pretty well. Used used his team. You know, the first drive he had was masterful. You know what I'm saying? You know, hit little out routes. You know, the first play of the game, it looked kind of rocket. First play of the game, he threw a little a speed screen pass out to the um out on the outside to Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the DB broke on it and just dropped the ball. Ooh, okay. Dropped it. It, it should have been six the other way. 
Okay. And he dropped it. But then after that, he settled down, went back to Sanders two plays later for a long play, drove, drove down, they punted, and they came back the next the next drive, and he led them all the way down the field, Sanders being the guy. Uh, what was it? Adonicus? Adonicus Sanders? Yeah, the receiver, yep. Yeah. Sanders. Adonicus Sanders, you know, came in and, and, and had a great drive, two long passes, and then they went on to score so, you know, they, this team is is young in the aspect that they're just learning who Coach Stan Drayton is. They really didn't know how to play for him. I knew they had the talent. You can see the talent come to the forefront this last game. Right. This should have been a blowout by by Rutgers. Okay. But, okay. no, they thought it was going to be a blowout also. Yeah. But then they saw the talent that this team – defensively, they beat up on, 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 on the Rutgers offense. They okay. beat them up. Up front, those guys played one heck of a game, man. Okay. Morris, uh, Satchel, um, Jordan Layton is a, I mean, um, Layton Jordan is a mm-hmm. star in the making. Okay. You know, he, he's going to be a high rap, uh, a high draft pick, man, because he, he can play. All right. Plays outside linebacker. He's, 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 he's thick. You know, he's 220, six foot two, can run and play so aggressive. So aggressive. Nice. So I like this kid. So I the like future, this kid. The future's uh, bright for, for yes, the Owls. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. I like it. All right. Um, beyond that, so, Barrett, the Phillies get swept out in Atlanta. And they've lost four straight. And oh. as of right now, yeah, it ain't good. It ain't real good. So, they're in third place right now. They they are the third in a wild card team. They're, they're a half game back of the Padres, which means they're in if the season ended right now. Um the concern for a lot of folks is we've seen this movie before in September yes. where they fall apart. Okay. And as of right now, you don't feel like you can trust the bullpen. Uh, they're not getting a whole lot of offense example yesterday, Barrett, they're Oh, for eight with runners in scoring position in the, in the series, they were two for 21 with runners in scoring position. They scored seven runs in the three games. Come on. Uh, it was an ugly, ugly series in Atlanta. Mm. That's see, that's tough, man. You know, and I mean, two in the first game, three in the second game, and two in the third game of the series. Then they got the Blue Jays twice. Yeah. Hopefully, we can you know beat up on them a little bit. But then you know they got the Braves again. You know, three sets against the Braves. They got to win that. They have have they have to win that series against the Braves. I agree. I I I, I tell you, man, like. Yeah, I mean, the two-game series is stuff to kind of call what's going to end up happening. But the Toronto's right, right. a team that can score a lot of runs. Uh, the good news is, Barrett, they will be getting Zach Wheeler back on Ooh. Wednesday, which, you know, just the doctor ordered. Now, Bailey Falter's done a nice job for them, but there are other guys right now you're just concerned about. I mean, Nola on Saturday needed to be really good, and he was just okay yep. for them. Gave up four runs. So uh, they're going to get the, – here's the other tricky part. So they have two games at home against Toronto. They're off tonight, but Tuesday, Wednesday against Toronto. Then they play four against Atlanta, Thursday through uh, Sunday. The problem is after that, you close out the rest of the season on the road, three in Chicago, four in Washington, and three in Houston. You know, you're a team that's kind of teetering right now. Yes. You don't want to be closing it out with that many games on the road. Absolutely, and and – you know, especially those last two games. And let's hope that, you know, that they're trying to save their starters for the playoffs, you know, and, and yes. going into, yeah, you know. Houston. Yeah. Cause they're going to have everything wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, you look at it, you know, they got a three-game set at the end. But at least they got the Nationals. You know, they got to beat the Nationals. This four games, they got all four. A hundred percent. All four a, games. <laughs> that's a minor league team that you need to take care of business. Yes, with. yes. You need to take care of business against the Cubs. Yep. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah they, they, I, you can't count them out. But we need proven results versus the Blue Jays. I think last time they were up there, they, they took care of business, didn't they? Well, yeah. Here, here's what I need to see. I need to see Bryce Harper. I need to see Kyle Schwarber. I need to see Reese Hoskins. I need to see the big boys act like big boys here to close out the year. You know, as much as it's been great what Bohm's given you and Maton's given you and uh, Stott and those guys, it's awesome. But, you know, you they're the, they're the supporting cast. Yes. They're not the stars. Exactly. So your stars need to be your stars. You know what and, I mean? And if not, they're not going to get in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like I said, I love Stubbs when he's, you know, when he's coming in for uh, Real Muto. I love Verling, uh, Maton, Stott. I love those guys, you know, even yep. Segura. But you're right, the, the top half of the lineup, you know, Schwarbert, Hoskins, Harper, Baum, you know, those are the guys we need. To, you know, Real Muto, we need those guys to step up. You know what I'm saying? We need people to fear, you know what I'm saying, you know, that yeah. side of the lineup. And Without they're just walking all over our, our, um, our top of our lineup. Just yeah. getting walked over. All right. So the way it sets up right now, so the Phillies are in, in are the third place team in the wild card. Three get in. So they're in. But the Brewers are only two games behind them. Okay. And the Brewers, uh, despite losing yesterday, have won seven of ten. Phillies are only a half game back of the Padres for second place. So that's all of those things are very much up in the air right now. Uh, if the Phillies finished in second place. They would play the Braves, who right now are the leader in the wild card. Although it's possible for the Braves to grab the lead in the NL East, and then the Mets would fall into the wild card, but whatever. So that's the way it, it would if they were in second place. Right now, with them sitting in third place, they would take on the Cardinals. That's who they would play. I if would I, much rather do that. Me too. I, I was just I'm a hundred percent with you. If I had my <laughs> druthers between the Braves and the Mets and the Cardinals, I'll take St. Louis. <laughs> Take St. Louis. So if I, I have my drums between the, the the Braves and the Mets, I'd take the Braves. I'll, I'll take the Braves. <laughs> yes, Even because up in, up until this series, the Phillies had played the Braves evenly. Yes, they did. It, yes, you know, and the, and the Braves are a lot better than they were earlier in the year. But yeah, the Mets for whatever reason just have the Phillies number. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, let's let's jump into a couple birthdays here uh, on this uh, September nineteenth. So Jimmy Fallon, forty eight years old. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't watch. Do you watch a ton of like late night, like uh, Fallon, Kimmel? Bro, I haven't Kimmel watched Bear. it since Arsenio Hall was doing it. Yes. Yes. The dog pound. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was the last time I watched that. All right. So, yeah, Jimmy's uh, 48 years old. Um, what's some other ones that, that, that caught Joe, the, the late great Joe Morgan was born in 1943 uh, of the Big Red Machine. He was a Philly in 1983 on that team that okay. went to the World Series. Um, um, one of my guys, Adam West. Adam Batman. West. Yeah, he Mr. was a Batman. strange cat, Adam yeah, West. He was. <laughs> and I think he, to his credit, I think he played the the TV show Batman kind of like campy, like he played it kind of weird, like purposely. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Know? You know. But he was uh, he was a classic, like back in, in that era. Now dudes are like go to trainers and they're ripped whenever they play like the right. Marvel or whatever. <laughs> Adam West kind of had like a beer gut. You know what I mean? And, and and the outfit didn't really fit him all that well. You're kind of like not like, at all. Yeah, like 
where did he find this guy? Like, I could, I could do that. I, I could dress up the way he's dressed. Oh, uh, he was kind of twerking the way. He yeah, did. he was like out of breath when he was yeah, trying like to chase a, yeah. down like a criminal or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, is this guy in good shape? Like, what's happening? Right, right, right. Uh, right. You're a superhero. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, not that super. I don't know if you're something. I don't know what you are. Um, uh, Jeremy Irons, the actor, is seventy four. Yeah, great actor. Great he actor. is. He's good in everything he's in, man. Yep. Uh, uh, am I pronouncing this right? Sana or Sana Lathan, who's another Sanaya really good Lathan, actress. Yeah. She's yeah. really good. Yeah, she's she looks, man, good. she's 51. She looks really good for her she age. She does not look that. Yeah, she man. does not look that. Sanaya Lathan is in love and basketball. She still looks like she can play a teenager. I'm serious, man. If you said to me she's 28, I'd be like, nah, yeah, yep. probably. I'd buy it. <laughs> uh, Trey Young is 24, NBA player. Oh, okay. Yep. 24 years old. That's I crazy, know. man. I know. If he, well, he only played one year at Oklahoma, so it's he's been in the league for a while. That's It's crazy with those guys. Niall Rogers, one of the all-time great musicians and producers, is 69 years old. He's, he's worked with everybody. Uh, Bill Medley, the singer, uh, is 82 uh, years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. been around forever. Trish Yearwood, the country music uh, star and singer. She's 58. Do you, you're, you're familiar with Sherry O'Terry? Sherry O'Terry. She was no. on Saturday Night Live. No, and she's done the other stuff too. I, I, she's fifty nine. I bring it up because my aunt used to babysit her. She oh, get out. <laughs> yeah, she grew up across a, like a one street over from me, and my aunt used to babysit her back in the day. Sherry O'Terry. So wow. Um, <laughs> there's some good, really good movies that were released on this day in 1990. Goodfellas. Oh, the great okay. movie. I mean, Great one of the movie. all-timers. Man, we just lost uh, Ray Liotta not that long ago, but one of the mm-hmm. all-timers, 1990. Moneyball with Brad Pitt, where he's playing Billy Bean of the Athletics. Yes, was released, sir. Yeah, in 2011, Jonah Hill, also in that. Yep. L.A. Confidential, which is a pretty good movie. Uh, yep. Kim Basinger and the others, 1997 uh, for the movies. What else did I have? I think that's it for the movies, but that's that's not bad. We haven't had, We've been on a slow movie run. The last uh, you know week or so, so that was a, a good pick me up there, uh, with that for sure. Uh, all right, so let's. I, I want to swing it back to the game here, and I asked this of John McMullen earlier, and I'll ask you. We got about ten minutes left here. Um, give me a couple keys here for you. Well, like, what do the Eagles have to do for you to win the game? First of all, they got to win the time position. That's that's probably my number one. Um, my number one deal for which it, isn't for always the most important stat, but it may be tonight, right? right? It, yes, because you know if you're winning the time of possession, that means, well, I mean it, it could be also bad because they could score as soon as they get the ball, they could score real fast, you know. So you know, but I think more so because you have to make sure that you keep that offense off the field. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to make sure you you lessen the opportunities for Jefferson to go out there and run around. Now, do I think that he's going to do that? No. I think this this secondary is a lot better than what they had, uh, what they experienced against Green Bay. Green Bay, they just had so many assignment busts and coverage busts that that's why he was able to have 184 yards. I think that they'll be a little more responsible in their coverage than than Green Bay was. I like the matchups. I like Slay against them. I like even I like Avante Maddox against them. I definitely like Bradbury against them. I don't think that he's going to be running around like that you know, scot-free like he was. He is great at what he does. You know, his, his stems when he comes off the ball and, you know, making guys um, widen out or, 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 you know, in his route running, man, he's he's masterful at that. You know, he can do that. But 
I, I, I just like our guys to, to, to be able to cover them. Now, in saying that, the D-line has to step up. This is the D-line's game to lose. You know, if they step up, if they take on responsibility of winning this game, mm-hmm. it'll be easy. It'll be easy for them. But I don't necessarily, you know, put it past them to, you know, to give me the same effort that they gave me before. I need more. I need guys to be pissed off and have a chip on their shoulder that we were talking junk about. Mm. Get mad that we said something out of the way about the way they played. Yeah, good. I hope they were listening all week. I mean, how aggressive – this is a word that always comes up with Jonathan Gannon. Um, Tell me if you think I'm wrong. I I felt like he was aggressive early and then maybe backed off a little bit late. I don't know if that's what you saw. Okay. What's your sense here going into tonight with him? Well, he he understands he's he's playing against a – a top-notch quarterback. I know people don't like to give Kirk Cousins credit for it, but he is one of the better quarterbacks in this league. He, By the he, way, he's six and three lifetime against the Eagles. For as right. much as people want to throw the Monday night stats and primetime games, right. he's six and three head-to-head during his Washington days and, and you know whatever. Yeah, but, he's got our number. So we time it's time for us to make it. Uh, what is it? Uh, six and four. Yes, we need to make it six and four. I mean, uh, well, yeah. four and six rather. Absolutely. Look, I, I think too. Just set the tone early. Let your crowd, sort of like Detroit did last week, where they fed off of that crowd. Um, I, I want the I want the crowd to be insane. This is the first time they've gotten to see their Eagles in person, and I'm not counting the one, you know, series that we saw against the Jets in the preseason. Exactly. Exactly. It's been a long time, so they're going to be nuts. But Barrett, you know that work that's a double edged sword. It's either they're out of their mind, and, and Minnesota can't hear anything when they're trying to, you know, at the line of scrimmage or all that. But if it goes bad. First, it gets quiet, and then it kind of turns against you. So you really need to establish, I think, early, you know, with the crowd and let them sort of play into it. Absolutely. You know, they need to take over the game, um, keep the crowd in it. Because, man, the crowd could be their biggest asset. The crowd could get them over the top. Mm -hmm. They could definitely get them over the top. And I can see that happening. They just got to make sure that they come ready to play, man. They've got to come ready to play. Look, and I think, you know, you you sitting there, and I know – these guys may not have been locked in on every play, but the Eagles probably watched enough games yesterday where, you know, quote unquote, the better team got upset yep. or, you know, where you, you got an early lead and you gave it up. I, I hope that's what yesterday like served as some comment kind of like, you know, guide for the Eagles tonight with the way they come out and play as with happened with some of the other teams, especially, you know, look at the team, how wacky the NFC East is now. Giants 2-0. Cowboys win with Cooper Rush against a team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Right, right. And then, you know, the Washington Commanders get beat by the Detroit Lions. By the team the Eagles beat. Yeah, exactly. Got handled by them. Yeah. So So I think that's going to be really important, too, is just kind of the the, the mindset and letting the home field advantage, you know, kind of play in your favor. But you think ultimately this is an Eagles game? No question, because I think we win the key matchups. The key matchups. You you can go keep – we go with the same key matchup on both sides. Uh, key matchup, Dalvin Cook against TJ Edwards. He's got to win. He's got to make sure that he doesn't miss tackles. he got to make sure he's in the hole waiting for him. You know, that's a key matchup. On the same way, Jordan Hicks versus Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. That's a key matchup. You know, I think Sanders needs to win that matchup. He needs yep. to go out there and play and, and get um, over 100 yards for this game. Yep. I um, agree. Their O-line against our defensive line, our defensive line against their old line. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. 
I hear that, but that's where it's at. You can yep. beat this center. You can yep. beat this center. So win there. You know, every, there isn't one quarterback who likes that pressure in his face right up the middle. Exactly. And Cousins and is not mobile, but if you give him time, he'll kill you. He'll kill you. And, you know, you brought up something that, I, you know, that, that is very relevant. I need Jordan Davis to play more. More. Yeah. Let's get in He's the 30s. He's got to play more. Let's get in the 30s with snaps. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, make him an impact. You know, it was very evident when he was in the game you couldn't run against him. Couldn't do it. So let's see what he can do. Let's 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 roll the dice. You know, let's make it happen up front. Would you like to see a lot of five man stuff uh, up front? Like I would love to see that. I would love because I trust the DBs in the background. And when you when you have you know when you when you're saying it's a five man front, it's actually a forty front. You just got four defensive linemen and an overhang with Hassan Reddick. Right. You still have two linebackers in the game. You know that could come back and give you a little coverage underneath also. So they I mean they have the player to, personnel to do it. They just have to do it. Did it's you? A to do it. Hey, last week with Reddick, was that more of him or was it more of Gannon not putting him in positions to succeed? See, that's when you ask people ask me that question, they're like, well, you know, what did they get? It, it has nothing to do with put him in a great position. If he okay. tells you to go out there and rush, you rush, do what you do best. I yeah. saw him on the edge and he didn't get there. Okay. So defense is about want to. He's got to want to be the best player on the field. If he goes out there with that want to, nobody can stop him. That's just like what you see with um you see with um with uh the guy in Dallas, you know Parsons. You see Parsons yeah. in Dallas. Parsons doesn't care where you put him. You could put him at defensive back. He still thinks he can go down and get there fast enough to get a sack because he's got that want to. Hassan has the same. He's got to have the same want to. He's got to want to go down and do it. Not saying that he's being half behind about or anything like that, but there are times where I don't care what the defense would you know what what. They call on defense. He's got to make something happen. He needs to go out there and make something happen. Okay. You know, I, I, look, I'm with you. Yeah, because I there, some of what I saw, I, I felt like he was in a position to succeed, and he just didn't. And maybe exactly. he's a little bit too much. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. That's what right. I did. I think, Barrett, the Eagles win on a last-second field goal. And I wow. think it's a one. I think it's a Jake Elliott 35-yarder as time expires. Yet another crazy game to cap off what's been a crazy week. And I think the Eagles win it by one point. I think it's tight the entire game up until like the last five minutes. And the Eagles just go out there and start scoring. They they win by 10 points in the last five, 10 minutes. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they just take over and and, and, and there's nothing they could do. The Vikings could do to stop them. They just go out there and win the game. All right. All right. That's my prediction. All right, so uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. It doesn't matter what time the game ends. We're here, man. We will be cracking it out for sure. And uh, hopefully tomorrow we'll be talking about an Eagles victory. But it, it's a this is a good matchup, man. It's going to be fun. And, and look, if, if you just love the NFL, you love pro football, you get a nice doubleheader tonight. The Bills and the Titans. And I think the Titans will hang with them. It'll be closer than people think. And then, of course, the Eagles and the Vikings with the nightcap. It's going to be fun. All right, Barrett. So pace yourself, man. You know, not like, not quite like the playing days, but pace yourself. You got to have a fun <laughs> day in, in front of you with your, your responsibilities, my responsibilities. And uh, the three of us, along with Derek, the two of us, along with Derek will be back tomorrow. All right. I'll listen. I'll listen to you on the way home. Uh, thank you, my friend. I'll have you on <laughs> in the, in the studio. I will go. have you on. I'll be watching you. Um, I want to thank Xander Krause for producing the program. Of course, I want to thank all everybody in the chat section. As always, everybody streaming 
everybody listening. You don't want to go anywhere. We have Dan Cilio and the National Football Show coming up. We will see you guys tomorrow to talk about it. Everybody, enjoy the game. Go Birds. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.